What's up, everybody? This is the Bros and Consoles Podcast, Episode Seven, coming to you on December twenty second. I finally got the date you and did, the episode. You in did. There. Good job. <laughs> that voice to the left of me that you just heard was the ghost of Christmas Past, Michael Bonarero. I feel like you. Now you say very that similar you to the last that, one, but. I think I went through the episodes, and I've never used this before on an episode that actually aired. Oh, so it was the, one of the ones we did. It was one of the Thanksgiving ones. Failed. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So this is their first time hearing it, and, and I am Nathan Choquette, the ghost it. of Christmas future. Dang it. Well, <laughs> to my right, the Empress of Tomorrow, Nathan Choquette. Okay, I, yeah. So Asuka's wrestling. Good. There so you go. Yeah, you that. got it. Now, I, I feel like it's it's it works as long as you don't include their name in there. Like yeah. I think the one where you included Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. like no, I, I, that, I, that was the first one. Oh, that, so. was, that was rough, rough, rough <laughs> days. He called me later though. He appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. Asuka's great. She's she's one of the greatest women wrestlers that I can think of. <laughs> I don't know if that's saying a lot. No, it is because <laughs> I've watched a bunch of them when when I've watched you watch the stuff. <laughs> I've watched a bunch of them when you watch the stuff. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah, she's she's amazing. She's really they, she needs more more light, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She has the title now, so. That's good, because it was whatever when it was before, you know what I'm saying? Well, well Becky Lynch had it before, and she was amazing Yeah, okay, okay, she was good, too. She was she she deserved it, but Asuka deserved it first, and she never got it, which has made nope, me super mad. Carmella, just get out of here with your moonwalking, prissy foot, whatever face, right? Yep. That's, That's what I'm saying. That was spot on. Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> But you guys didn't come here for wrestling talk. You came here for the Bros and Consoles podcast, coming to you each and every weekend, usually on the same day, but probably not most days. Some day on the weekend. Yeah, some weekend day. You know, it's it's difficult in mm-hmm. the, the life of two, I was going to say two college adults. students. That's not true. Yeah, adults. Yeah, yeah. Adult <laughs> life is difficult, kids. If you become yeah. an adult, which you will, then just get ready. Unless you die early. Hard. But I mean, that's, that's morbid. You yeah, know? but you know. Yeah. It's, that's that happens too. Truth. So just don't don't die early, <laughs> but get ready for adult life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, piece of housekeeping, real quick. Oh, time code that is two fifteen. Got it. So um, the shows for the holiday season are still going to be happening. Mm. Basically, this show and next week's show. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of places do breaks during the holidays and stuff. Um, not us. Not us. We just go every weekend. Unless we can't, but we'll probably give you a heads up ahead of time if that's yeah. the case. Um, yeah, but if you guys have any questions, comments, feedback, feel free to bring that to brosandconsoles at gmail.com as Michael makes a face over here. Holding back a sneeze, continue. Yeah. He could have sneezed in the microphone, kids, but he didn't. Thank him. Thank him in emails oh. at brosandconsoles at gmail.com. Ooh, okay. There you go. But second piece of housekeeping, special update on previous episode. So, uh, I mentioned, I believe, in the last episode, episode six, that um, no no word on the unexplored, uh, unlocked edition. Okay, from, yeah. From, um, what's it called? Oop, hold on, I racked my brain earlier. Ludomotion and Nephilim Game Studios. Mm-hmm. Got it. Good I job. got it. Um, so, we, we didn't have a, an official date because it had been, I think I think a date had been gotten somewhere. I, I don't remember how I got it anymore. <laughs> I can only rack my brain for how I figured out like the game studio's names. I can't right. figure out you how I figured out the so thing. You can only drink so much Dr. Pepper to give you that brain juice. That's true. That and hot chocolate. But um, did a tweet at the developer to find out if we could get some information for it. And the developer replied back. Oh, so, that's awesome. Um, their tweet, in quotes, it's coming early 2019. 
like a late Christmas present. Well, it won't be free, so it's not really going to be a present. And in February, Christmas is a faint memory, so it's not even a Christmas something. It's just, you know, going to be a great game on the PSN store. A great game. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> End That's quote. Cool. I like that. So, we have a... We have a reply from the developer man, sometime in February. We're, we're going places. We're going places, man. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I really enjoy talking to like uh, game devs and stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Because usually, I mean, obviously, you're you're probably not going to get much responses from the higher, larger, end the bigger AAA developers yeah. and stuff because we we are we're usually kept kind of like in the loop in terms of announcements and things. Mm-hmm. And they probably get so many messages as it is. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, Indie developers, you can usually reach out to them pretty easily and get a response back as long as they're pretty active in like the Twitter or social media states. Mm-hmm. That's, That's cool. A weird phrase, but yeah, yeah, good, good stuff, good stuff. Thank you, Ludomotion and Nephilim Game Studios. I hope you listen to our podcast. They probably won't. But, <laughs> they probably won't. But now people who are interested in the game will know to look out in February sometime. That's true. So good stuff. Good stuff. Could be a nice uh, Valentine's Day gift. That could your, be, you know, sometimes, your, uh, sometimes you just want to cuddle up and explore some cyclic dungeon. <laughs> Sounds know? amazing to me. Yeah, it just happens. But going straight into that, since we're talking about video games, what are you playing, Michael? I'm playing a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. All right, tell me about it, Stud. Did you say Stud? <laughs> it was a Grease reference, Michael. You're supposed to go with it. I'm, t- I'm terrible <laughs> at movie references. You haven't seen Grease? I have, but I, I, you know I can't remember quotes or anything from movies. Okay, hold on. I'm going to try and think of the girl's name. I think her name was Sally? Sandra. Sandra? I think. Okay. I think. Don't hold me to that, though. Oh, Sandy. 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 Yeah, John Travolta. Tell me about They got stuff. chills. There you go. They're multiplying. That's, that's why people are coming in to listen and to Grease. And control. Oh, my God. Okay, what games are you playing, Michael? Okay. But, okay. Um, I'm playing Smash. Mm-hmm couple more hours into that unlocked okay. all the characters finally nice, nice took a while freaking golf clap yeah thank you freaking uh pac-man and cloud and all those oh, guys were yeah. so hard mm-hmm. um i played uh on rush also oh, yeah I the did one see from the ps it. or uh got it on ps plus ps plus free was game it, it was it was this month yeah right? that and soma were free this month that's right yeah but uh really good game mm-hmm racing wreck fest kind of super super arcadey type of game yeah stuff. good music good feel we'll go back to that one probably mm-hmm. um i also played and beat um day of the tentacle oh day of the tentacle remastered, remastered. remastered nice, yeah. nice from uh, uh double fine mm-hmm. i chose to um do the commentary uh the uh the what is it called oh the, the director de- developer director commentary, commentary. Mm-hmm. at first I'm like oh, oh yeah. this would be cool. I'm like oh no, this is this is cool, <laughs> but it's definitely getting in the way of the hearing what they're saying. So I turned it off and played it. Mm-hmm. Like eh, it was fun. Yeah. Very very strange mm. and like very. I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It's it wasn't bad. Yeah. It's maybe it maybe not your speed of game. Not. Are you really into like the point and click adventure kind of I don't, stuff? I don't have anything against them. Like, mm-hmm. if it's good, I'll play them. But it, it felt very like, like thrown in there. Like I was supposed to know these characters previously, kind of thing. Like when the game opened um, up, mm. um, the characters come down. It's like, oh, I have to go back to the mansion where Doctor Fred is. I, like, what? Like go back? Like, were you? Has this game been out before? Like, do I should I know something? But it's like the game starts and you get just thrown right in. Like, there's no backstory. There's nothing. I'm like, oh, okay. 
but it, it, it was fine other than that okay okay i'm trying to think now if there was a day of the tentacle something before I that i don't know i mean obviously it's it's the remastered version of the one before yeah but i don't i don't remember if there was one that came before that game i have no idea mm. but it was fine yeah yeah recommended if you like point and click adventures yeah 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 because i th- i played that a while ago for the platinum stuff and I th- actually wait that might be one of the weird trophy things there's maybe like my like 75th platinum or something like oh, that wow. one of those ones that like stays on your list on psn profiles yeah but yeah it's it, it, it was fine i was just i i just knew i was gonna have to go in and use a guide because i was already gonna do that for the trophies when i played that game mm-hmm. but yeah i don't but i think without the guide i would have died i mentioned that to you yesterday like i don't know how you could beat this game at least quickly mm-hmm. without a guide because there's so many specific things you have to do you have to go backtrack you have to give to people you have to like I don't know how you would know to do this unless you explored the game and try yeah. and error. Yeah, because I feel like some things make sense. Like, I I vaguely remember there being, like, a crowbar that you use for, like, a piece of gum or something. Yeah, that makes sense. But then, like, other things, I can't even think of what they are now. Like, combining random items to get mm-hmm. new like items and freeze stuff. freeze the hamster, go in the feature, grab the hamster, put the hamster in the microwave. Yeah. Give Put the sweater in the dryer, go back to the future, get it smalled and shrunk, put it on the hamster. It's uh-huh. like... How would you know how to do this? <laughs> no idea, man. But the last game I played, I played it last night, mm-hmm. was I beat it already, but I, I'm going back to play the new game plus mode mm-hmm. because I really, really miss this series, yeah. is Yakuza Kiwami. Yep, yep. And the more I think about it, and the more I play it, I think this is my favorite game series. Oh, okay. Because like, I already really played Mass Effect 2. We played Mass Effect 3, but we never finished it. Yeah. I never played mm-hmm. Mass Effect 1. I only played oh, yeah. the, uh, Witcher 3. never played any of the earlier games. Mm-hmm. And I played for Elder Scrolls. I played Skyrim and some of Morrowind. Not, was it? Not, no, no, Oblivion. Oblivion, Oblivion with yeah, you guys. Yeah. But nothing like further than that. Yeah. So this one I would say is... <sighs> Since you've actually gotten to go back to the beginning. Yeah, I'm playing each game as it goes. I mm-hmm. think it is my favorite series. Yeah, but okay. Going back into, I'm like, oh man, I miss this. This is, it's like the gameplay is not the best. Like it's very repetitive yeah, and but stuff. But it's fun though. It's very fun. But I think the best part of the game is one, the story, mm-hmm. super, super in depth and like super emotional. Like, it grips you. Yeah, yeah. And just the stupid, silly side quests <laughs> that just randomly appear. Like a dude, I know, I think it's in Kwame or Zero. There's mm-hmm. a dude who runs at you in just like underwear. Oh god. He's like, I want to take pictures of you. And you go to like his apartment and you're taking pictures of like seductive poses and stuff. As he's taking pictures of you like underneath you in his underwear and stuff, like his oh, magazine. Like, what is this? But it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's just those four I said. Four? Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a good amount of stuff though. Mm-hmm. And just to clarify, you you didn't I, I know this already you didn't beat the game this week you've beaten it before and you came yes. back to it kind of thing yes. for like new game plus new game plus yeah yeah gotcha okay nice nice yeah. what about you um let's see i mean actually let me see one two three actually okay so i have four also all right oh yeah foursies and just high-fived and snapped. Oh, bad bad number though i just realized four's a um, bad number. yeah in in like asian culture four's a bad number Bad luck number. Damn it. I know. I, sh- I need to play one more thing. <laughs> oh, well. Um, but I've been... I guess one of them is, like, cleanup. It doesn't really count as, like, that much. Yeah. Um, 
So I've I've played um, some more of God of War. Okay. I've, I I beat the game already. I'm currently cleaning up stuff. I have one more trophy to go, and it is going to be the longest one to get. And I'm just like, <laughs> it oh. does. I'm on your PSN profile. It says mm-hmm. 35 out of 37. I'm assuming the last one's the platinum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 37 will be the platinum, and one one gold for basically doing everything in um, Niflheim, Ooh. which is the the land of mist. Yeah, basically. And I'm just like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> slog fest be so fun oh. i mean already i can so so um mild spoilers for how niflheim works um there's a like uh, deadly fog mist that's kind of all over this realm mm-hmm. there's certain parts of the realm that you can go up and you're higher than the fog and therefore don't take um this there's a bar of, of constant damage that's at the top and kind of think of it as like this is like your constitution Kind of, right? Okay. So as your constitution level drops, when it hits zero, you start taking health damage. And you have to, like, complete whatever you're doing in this um, kind of like, um, what is that? One, two, maybe nine to 11 rooms um, in this realm. It's basically a maze that changes every time you go into it. Ugh, I don't like that. And changes in the sense that, like, some of the traps are different. Some of the areas where you could find loot is a little bit different, and enemies' spawns um, are different. Right. But basically, the, the idea is every time you go in there, it was it was a um, dungeon that was built by a dwarf to kind of fend off. Um, I guess he has a, a center chamber, which has a whole bunch of like loot. Okay. So the idea is that um, the dungeon was, was created to keep people, I guess, away from the center vault, from the sounds of things, if I'm remembering that right. And um, each time you go in there, everything changes a little bit, and you have to collect as many um, uh, mist echoes as you can before your health starts to take damage, and then you have to escape out to either the center chamber or back to the the beginning of the area. Okay. And if you do that, then you get to keep those mist echoes and use them to kind of like upgrade armor or um, open up chests in the center chamber. Okay. If you die, you lose everything that you've collected in that run, basically. So if if you're going around feeling feeling real big britches and stuff, and you just, and you grab a whole bunch of stuff, and you you forget to maintain your your constitution, then if you don't get back in time and you die, you've lost whatever like five thousand missed echoes kind of stuff. Dang. So it's it's like risk reward, yeah. basically. Um. But I've, I've gotten the majority, no, I've gotten all of the chests in the center chamber, but now there are three um, uh, realm tears in there, and to open the realm tears, you need like a, a slowly climbing amount of uh, mist echoes. So the first one, oh, sorry, mist echoes plus a anchor of fog for each of them. Um, the anchors of fog you have to find randomly as you open up legendary chests within the maze area, and the mist echoes you just have to like collect a bunch. Mm-hmm. So for the first one it's ten thousand, second one is fifteen thousand, and the last one I think is twenty five thousand mist echoes, wow. which is a lot. I think yeah. I think when I was going around, I think I could maybe get like four thousand something if i manage to make it through everything and open all the chests but that's that's quite a bit i mean granted like looking at it math wise it's like 45 ish thousand mist echoes i think 
or wait, is that right? Oh, sorry, maybe it was 20,000. So 10, 15, and 20, I think it's roughly like 45,000 Mist Echoes. And doing like a perfect run like 11 or 12 times would eventually get me enough Mist Echoes and stuff, but there's no guarantee I'm getting Anchors of Fogs from that too. So it's like, oh man. Oh man. Rough, rough days. I would never attempt that. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) I'm so close. I just need that one. You'll get and, it, and then I'll and I'll be good. But yeah, oh, if if you if you go back to God of War, Michael, just oh, finish the I story. Will not, I'll finish the story. Finish the story, Michael. No, I'm not saying platinum it. Oh, okay, that's that's, that's I a big will ask. Definitely not platinum it. No, but finish the story. Oh my gosh, oh, I it's will. so good. So much good stuff. There's like a regular ending and there's a secret ending. Ugh. So it's like oh, it's, you it's almost just getting to the point where it. like I I want I do want to beat it, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to play it because then. I won't have it to play if I do beat it, kind of thing. I'm like, I want it to be. I'm like, okay, I can go back to God of War whenever I want. Yeah. But if I beat it, I'm like, uh, I could go back to it again and play it again, but it won't have the same like feel like, oh, this is new, yeah. kind of thing. But like, I I almost worry that if you're if you're spacing out so long, like, are you gonna remember all the things that has been said and stuff? Because when you go and read the journal article, yeah. por- portions and stuff, or um, Atreus's journal, like he doesn't include mm-hmm. all the stuff that was said. It's like those those things that um, you get told um, by another character that Atreus writes down is like Atreus is very like um, short note about it. Yeah, he's kind of like baseline of what was mentioned and then his opinion on the thing. Mm -hmm. But you're not getting the stories from the person again, right? So it's like if you forget the stories, then you have to like replay the game to actually hear them again. At least at the moment, I still remember the main story and stuff. If if I do take a while to go back, I definitely will forget how to play. Uh, but if that's I do, another big one. <laughs> yeah, if I do get to the point where I do forget the story and stuff, which I don't think I will because it's such a good story and stuff, mm-hmm. I'll probably forget the, like the small details like I do with most games. I haven't. Oh yeah. That I, even if I play for a while, I'll still forget stuff. But even if it is the case, like I forget everything, I'll I'll probably be glad to go back and replay it. Oh no, I yeah, enjoyed yeah. it so much. Yeah, and then that's the thing too is like when you finish the game, there is a new game plus mm-hmm. option, so you get to keep all the things that you had. And replay the game and stuff, so mm, it's which is cool. You could, you could always go back to it again. Yeah, yeah. just don't don't sleep on God of War, Michael. Don't sleep God it's of good War. stuff. Okay, so besides God of War, though, um, I started a game called Yomawari Ooh. Night Alone. So different different than the one you're thinking. Of. Oh, really? So you're thinking of Midnight Shadows. Oh, okay. So Night Alone is the one that came before Midnight oh, Shadows. Prequel, cool, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, and it's only on the Vita. But. Okay. Um, so I've been I've been playing that. That's by um, Nippon Ichi Software. So the same people who made the the second one, right? And I, I I'm curious what the opening is for the for Midnight Shadows that you mentioned. Yeah. Because I feel like it's similar to the one that that I'm doing as well. Because there was also like a crazy opening. Like what the heck just happened? Did you want to say it? It's up to um, you. I don't mind spoilers. It's okay. I will I will tell you. Okay, so I'll tell off. you I'll tell you mine. Okay. And you can tell me whether or not it's, it's the right same as okay. the other one. So in the beginning of mine, not really a spoiler because I mean I guess it's a spoiler if you don't know the jump is coming. But um sorry, kids who are playing <laughs> this game. Close your ears for a second. Well um, kids yeah, I hope kids are playing this game. <laughs> it's, it's not just... rated M, right? Isn't it rated T or something? I don't know. It's kind of scary, though. Yeah, it is. It is. I jumped a few times when I was playing today. <laughs> but um, so the the game starts and you're walking with your dog and stuff. And the um, girl 
so you're you're walking the dog and you're it's getting it's it's already dark and stuff so you're starting to head home and you get the feeling like something is was further along the path which is why you you didn't go so the dog wanted to he was barking in that direction right and then the girl is like hey let's go home and so you guys start walking back home and as you're going i think the dog starts i want to say the dog maybe starts barking at something again and you see something that i think you go over and grab if i'm remembering that right Mm -hmm. and then while you're talking to the dog a out of nowhere a truck drives by and just murders like rolls over the dog and he's just gone like it's just a blood stain on the ground and like a ripped leash now is that is that that the same is thing? very similar to okay night shadows okay gotcha so yeah so that i was just like whoa man like warn me before you do something like this and then the basically the the beginning of that game is you go you you go home and you have your torn leash and stuff mm-hmm. and your sister's waiting for you at home and when you go up to her she she she's like hey like what, you're back and then she's like oh where's where's um what's his name like portero or something like that like yeah, where's where's like that. where's your dog and you're 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 a really young child from this from the what it looks like, like. elementary schooler probably like yeah that. so i don't know if you really understand like what's going on or like how to tell people what's going on so when when she asks you that you kind of don't really like respond well and so she's like oh here like he must have gotten lost i'll go look for him and so she she leaves and your character doesn't stop her yeah and then and then it's your older sister right and so when you when she doesn't come back after a while you have to go out and venture to go find her basically mm-hmm. and so I've, I've went found her once and then she tells me to hide in the bushes and not open my eyes and i did that and then when i came out she was gone again and now her flashlight's gone that the, that the girl had see now i'm when you're saying this i'm looking it up now oh because okay. i mentioned i saw the first part the game grumps play it mm-hmm. and i'm seeing is that it. the one that you saw them it might be the one that you're talking about the one they're playing oh, and i okay. just thought it was the newer one gotcha gotcha let me okay. see real quick and it's midnight shadows okay so they are playing midnight shadows yeah okay but yeah, I think I think it's a similar premise in both games, anyways. But yeah, creepy game. Yeah, creepy. Came game. out of nowhere when I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the freak? <laughs> <laughs> this is setting the tone for the game. Oh yeah, yeah, very dark. Um, besides that one though, um, I started a game called Shio by um, Coconut Games, or sorry, Coconut Island Games. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the same people who made the game Icy. Hmm. About the the robot like breaks the fourth wall a lot and self aware and then eventually becomes an AI. Spoilers for Icy if you care about that. Um, But yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun little game. The you actually got to play a little bit of Shio in Icy at one point Mm. just because just because (laughs) it's it's for like it's for like comedic effect within the game because you're I think you have an option at one point to not do anything and if you don't do anything for long enough the developer basically because the developer is narrating the game yeah and if you don't do anything for long enough or you i think kill yourself enough the developer gets annoyed and it's like you want to play a different game fine let's play a different game and he puts on shio basically and so you start playing that and (laughs) yeah it's it's a funny little like nod and stuff in there and i think apparently um from looking at the trophies the you can find icy within shio somewhere oh that's cool so i'm like oh okay i'll have to look for her eventually but um 
played a little bit of that. It's a pretty standard like 2D platformer kind of game. You're, the only mechanics you have is like you can you can jump, um, and then you swing a lantern that you have, and when you hit the lantern against these like paper lanterns, it gives you a double jump or an, an additional jump each time you hit one of those things. So it's like a platforming kind of reminds me a little bit of like Super Meat Boy, just okay. because there's, if you hit certain areas, you just die instantly. So it's kind of difficult. In a sense. Semi, yeah. It's it's not as difficult as Super Meat Boy, but it's definitely got like areas that are that are tougher and you have to like really get these timing things right and stuff. Right. And then um each section you start or there, there's usually like a, a lantern pole that lights a blue flame when you pass it. Okay. And that's like the start of your time in that section. And then when you reach the end of that section you hit an area that has like a another pole and it's got a um, box counter. And that tells you how many times you died in that section as well as your time. And if you beat the, I guess in this case, it's probably the, the game dev's time. Okay. Now, so, do you think it's actually the developer talking or has, or is it like, they, like a Oh, sorry. Um, in, so that was, that was in, um, in ICE. In ICE, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it probably was. I, I, okay. Like in the sense that like, it's probably one of the developers that just recorded the voice mm. for the, the narrator kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fun little game though. Um, and the last one, which I started last night, and, um, I had been listening to the soundtrack for a while, just because it's got great music, mm-hmm. but, um, decided last night to turn on my Xbox, Ooh. and I started Ori in the Blind Forest. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Moon Studios did a great piece of work there. Yeah. Chicken skin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I had already heard a bunch of the music from just listening to it like from their album and stuff uh-huh. but actually listening to it while seeing things going on in the game like the the beginning of the game almost got me like misty-eyed Ooh. just because i was like oh man like the music makes this like it matches so perfectly and it hurts <laughs> much more intense oh yeah yeah but it's good so far that's cool i'm gonna i'm gonna probably keep playing some more today and Along with other games, but I'm just oh, like, oh yeah. man, so so much stuff going See, that's on. See, that's what we're gonna do. We got the TV again. Yeah, you uh-huh. play some Ori and all that stuff, and I'll play some Yakuza, mm-hmm. and it'll be good. Yeah, and then we switch, and you play Ori, and then I play Yakuza. We could totally do. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the systems. Oh man, good stuff. So much good stuff. God, I love video games so freaking much. <laughs> now I've got one more addition to this section, just because there's a huge um, amount of sales going on. Mm. So, along with what are you playing, what are you buying, Michael? Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> touch me in places I want to be no. touched. Because <laughs> there's, there's, like, uh, while you're looking that up, there's there's a huge um, sale going on in the PSN. Two big sales. Two big sales, yeah. So, the, the flash sale is going on until... Um, 26? I think the 20... Six no, I think seven. it's right before Christmas. I is think it, it's right th- before Christmas happens. Is it? I think so, right? Uh, flash, oh, flash sale 26. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. 8 a.m. Also, um... I think I, I saw a slight problem with the flash sale that bugs me because the flash sale from the looks of things has games that were in the regular sale yeah, and it's the exact same price. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I'm like, well, you can't really call it a flash <laughs> sale if you haven't brought out a whole bunch of like new stuff. It's, yeah. it's very, very strange. I don't, I don't really care for it. Well, that was weird. I, I have the PS store open, the PlayStation store yeah, and they have the tabs at the beginning and I'll wait for it to slide back over while I'm looking. But I swear it said it showed Soma, $99 sale. I don't know if that was true. That's weird. Or if I'm seeing things. (laughs) But uh, I'll wait till that loads. Um, I'm only going to buy 
Yeah, download now, $99. Below it says free. That's weird. Super weird. All right. Um, but uh, Buggy PS Store, as always. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're doing great things, Sony. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to buy two games. Yeah. yeah. No, three. Oh, wait, have you bought anything yet? Not yet. Okay. okay. Because, wait, I was waiting. Again, my... Wait, did you buy Yomawari Night Shadow? Or no, Midnight Shadows? it was in my cart. I just, Got it. I, okay. I never bought it yet. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> because I was waiting for my paycheck to come in. Mm-hmm. But... What do you know? Gonna be waiting for a while. No so. direct deposit again. Uh, so he's mailing us our oh checks. Man, man. So I won't have that money until luckily I cash in my other check. From <laughs> Opened my mom, your Christmas my mom card early. Cash that in early. <laughs> but uh, blasphemy. I know. I know. You gotta do what you gotta do though. Yeah. But uh, I yeah. The th- I'm gonna buy three games at least mm-hmm. that I can think of at the moment. Yeah. From what you have on the sale. Yes. Or what there is on sale. One is Socketeer. What is it? Socketeer? Oh, gotcha. Socketeer. Okay. It's <laughs> like, am I saying Sorry, it wrong? No, no, no. I, I, got, I got real confused for a second. I, was, I thought you were like, Socketeer. <laughs> I was like, what? What game that is this? It scared me for a second. <laughs> you don't show out on me here. Yeah, Socketeer, because you showed me that one. Yeah. Like yep. last week. It looked oh, really cool. So dope. Mother Gunship. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Those Tower Guns. Mm-hmm. Such a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. It's the second one yep. of that series. Or Spiritual Successor. Yes, Spiritual Successor. Yep, yep. And then the third one, we talked about this before I did the, we started the podcast. Yakuza Kiwami 2. I'm ah, I, I can't that one's not on sale. I Michael. can't wait. I can't wait. I really oh, I really want to buy it. I, I implore you. I know. Wait for like the next know, three yeah. weeks to see if it goes on sale. Like, I really want to buy it. Oh man. Because, because Spider Man's on sale. Yeah. Like Spider Man is an amazing game I, I and it's feel less like than fifty dollars. It is. I feel like if I get Spider Man now. Uh-huh. I do want to play it, but if I get it now with all the other games that I want to play, it's just going to get pushed back, and I don't want to do that to Spider-Man. I want to give it, what? I what? want to give it like my full attention. Wait, 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 wait! Why doesn't God of War get your full attention? Oh, wait, I'll play it eventually. I play, I played oh, a couple hours. <laughs> I go in modes, man. Like I change. Like I really, really want to play Yakuza. It's, it'll probably go away yeah. once I play a little bit of it. I'll get back into God of War. Play more of that, and I'll get back into something else. I, I go through moods. All right, all right. It's very interesting. All right. At least wait until, like, Tuesday, then. If you can't wait, if you can't wait past Christmas, at least wait till Tuesday when the store is updated and there's a week three on there. I'm sorry to say I already bought it. You already bought it? No, oh, my God. I'm about to be like, Michael's slappy right now. <laughs> Ugh. I'm all about the money saving. I know you are. And I'm just like I don't. I can't imagine they're not putting Kiwami Two on sale sometime within this this huge sale. They've got like over 1,400 things on sale That's currently, true. which is why I'm like they're just gonna keep adding to this. If they're doing similar adding as like the the past week, mm-hmm. then maybe like another 200 items go on sale. So by the end of it, we're at like 2,000 something items on sale. And if that's the case, I can't imagine. Yakuza 2 Kiwami is not going to be on sale. <laughs> we will see. Oh, my gosh. You can save yourself an extra, like, maybe, like, 50% or 33%. It's true. That's, like, an extra, like, what is that? A sixth of $50? Well, we'll see. I don't know what the math and is. See the urge, if the urge overtakes me. Almost, like, 15 bucks there. It's true. Oh, so many games can be bought with 15 bucks. It's true. We'll see, though. All right. But, um, so, the from the sale... I, I'm not sure if I'm going to continue to buy stuff 
because I've already spent a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I had spent less, actually, and I realized it was more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so far, I've gotten um, basically a bunch of stuff that I was looking at for a while and just kind of was like, no, like, refrain. You must, yes. you must wait. But um, I ended up not waiting now because it's on sale. So I got Steel Rats. Oh, okay. Remember that? Yeah, I got uh, Deadbolt, which is another mm. cool, like, um, action 2D game. Sneaky. Uh-huh. Um, got a game called Dayland, uh, D-E-I Land. It's, um, it was on the Square Enix oh, Collective like a, a while back. On... Yeah, it's like a guy and a girl that are yeah. on this uh, small planet. You do like, um, like uh, farming and things like that on there, but also fighting monsters and things. And it has to do with like going to like space and stuff. And right. It seems pretty cool and interesting. Um, I got Shio, which is one of the games I was playing. Um, I got Mr. Sh- Mister Shifty. Okay. Only like 90 something cents, Not which bad. is why I'm like, this is what I wait for. This is why I wait <laughs> for sales. Um, I got a game called Minute, which sounds super awesome. Oh, okay. The black yeah. and white. Yeah. The yeah. dude with the, yeah. Yeah. The, the weird snout duck nose thing. Mm-hmm. Heard good things about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you're alive for a minute each game and then you die. And so you have to do something. You have to do as much as you can within that minute before you have to restart the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I got a game called Moonlighter, which I've been excited that about for a while. Really good, yeah. Oh, it looks so good. Uh, I'm probably going to play that today. Uh, Socketeer, which you mentioned. Um, I got Shape of the World, which is a kind of, um, I don't want to say walking sim, but it's it's very just like exploratory and the world is changing around you as you go through these like transformative gates and stuff. Mm-hmm. It seems very like cool and trippy. I've um, got a game called Musinks. Musinks? Musinks? I don't know how to say this. this I'm game. sure it's close. Musinks, I'm going to say. Um, it's like a rhythm game. Um, got Origami Nightfall DLC, which is Origami. I love that game, mm-hmm. and I I haven't had the DLC just because I was just like I, I'll, I'll wait for it to be on sale, and it never goes on sale. Yep. So I finally got it, and now I'll finally be able to 100% that trophy list. There you go. Um, I also got DLC for the Darkest Dungeon, so I got the Crimson Court, which is their add-on pack stuff, as well as um, the Shield Breaker, which is an extra um, character type you can. Um, bring to battle with you and stuff. Okay. Um, I got a game called Dog Gone Golfing. Dog Gone Golfing. Dog Gone Golfing. <laughs> also like 90 something cents. Okay. Uh, Knights of Pen and Paper Plus One Deluxe Year Edition. It's a mouthful, but it's all about. Um, it's like, I think you. you the, the person who narrates and stuff is the grandpa of these kids that are playing D&D with him. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like like current age kids right and the grandpa is like oh back in my day blah 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 and like he's basically like teaching these kids how to play D D. yeah and the kids are like well can i like can we fight dragons like we, we we have to fight dragons right and he's like i don't know if you guys are ready for dragons and it's good stuff it looks it Beautiful. looks really fun it looks really fun <laughs> like you can you can create a, a character who's like a, a pizza man and also like a warrior or a mage or something i'm just like man there's so many weird options in here this sounds like a lot of fun right um side note uh what is it knights and knights of pen and paper two apparently doesn't have a platinum trophy i don't understand why because the first game did and it's just like why are you guys regressing i don't i don't understand (laughs) this can't be a smaller game i don't know um i I got hover okay which is like a jet set radio kind of yep i remember spiritual successor kind of thing um i got yomawari midnight shadows so the the second one. Uh-huh. Um, I got Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash. Okay. Finally got that one. Um, I got Dragon Sinker, which is 
Oh, wait, you got Dragon Slayer, didn't you? Or you put it in the cart? I put it in my cart. I took it away. Gotcha. Okay. It's like a um, RPG, 8-bit style. Look, reminds me a lot of uh, Dragon Warriors slash Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and Battlefield Five. Not bad. Yeah. Like, I know all these games are on sale, but man, that, that's a lot of games. It is. It, it hurts. Is. It, it, <laughs> it hurts looking at the total, which was 179.20. So, uh, a lot of stuff going on. You know wow. That's why I'm just like, okay, well, I've done my damage for, for the holidays. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. Man. But yeah, man. So much good stuff on sale. Yeah. It's deadly. It is deadly. But you know something that's also deadly? The Bropinion Report. So, on the Bropinion Report, we have a total of five stories this week. Five stories. Number one is that China's freeze on game approvals has ended. Have have you heard of this story? I, when I was looking through news stories, I saw it. Okay, okay. And I read up a little bit about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, have you, have you, have you, like, I haven't semi, I haven't really followed the story, but have you kind of semi followed it over time no, and stuff? Not okay. at all. So, um, basically, to give people a background if they're not sure what's going on with China and things, um, there's a company in, in China called Tencent, which mm-hmm. has been affected majorly by um, basically um, politics and governmental changes that have happened in China. Um, the, how this affects gaming is that, um, as part of a, um, uh, how do I say this? So, uh, so myopia is, is, um, the eye doctor term for nearsightedness, right? So you have a, have a hard time seeing things far away, but you're really good at seeing things up close without glasses. Um, and they did studies in, in China about nearsightedness because there's a huge like epidemic of myopia and stuff in china um i think it's like something super high like in the 90 percentile of like like people have myopia in china how does that happen is it just um a lot of things and that that's why like the this really sucks that this is affecting like gaming and stuff over there because um there's a whole bunch of factors that affect myopia and like myopia control and stuff and so one of the things they're trying to do or they were trying to do in terms of um, controlling the myopia epidemic in China was restricting um, video game, like new video games from coming out because they're worried they would make people spend too much time Looking at on, a... on close-up material, right? Could, could, could that like, that could cause you to get myopia looking at things um, close up? So one of, one of the things um, that we've kind of talked about in school is the idea that um, there's, there's likely a um, association between... Um, Kind of like uh, myopia change over time and um, like new prevalence of like nearsightedness within um, populations based on um, the what we call like the working distance. So like um, in in today's world, we do a lot of work um, up close or we're looking at our phones a lot and stuff. And all those things are very close to our faces, like maybe not like right (laughs) up in your eyes, but, you know, like it's it's within like an arm's arm's length. Right. Like from like microphone to our yeah yeah right now so like um basically any anything that you're doing up close um is like considered near work and when people have kind of done studies and stuff in the past um it seems like there's an association between um changes in the environment in terms of like what distance you're doing things at over a long period of time and um kind of like myopia prevalence over time Mm-hmm. It's probably super interesting for people over there, but it's <laughs> it's what I'm it's what I'm going into anyways. <laughs> but um, 
basically long story short um there's there's a whole bunch of um studies that have been done and so like china as a as a way to try and do like some myopia prevention or control and stuff is um to basically kind of freeze out the gaming industry a little bit that's a that's a such a specific it is very specific but um, there's there's a huge gaming market. I think I think actually I think a, a lot of a lot of yeah market. a lot of places note that China is the biggest gaming market um, in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think when I when I looked up stats about it, the it's the majority of that is PC and MMOs. And then Me there's again. also like okay. um, mobile games, um, f- like tablet games and things like that. And then the very small percentage is like consoles and handheld. But um, I think like the the PC and MMOs by themselves um, make a combined total of like twelve point five billion dollars wow. a year, kind of thing. Like a little side note to this, also with yeah. the China thing, um, the YouTuber I was watching, World Dave. Oh yeah, yeah. That my coworker Corian got me into. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But Wait, uh, Jasmine didn't get a YouTube. Too? She showed me the video, but oh, okay. Corian was like talking about it all the time I'm like oh yeah, this gotcha. seems a lot more in- like not a lot more interesting but like oh i could watch more of these videos but uh um and one of the videos they were talking about part-time jobs and stuff and one of the guys on the video vi from china mm-hmm. he talks about like about i said he said like two to three million people have a part-time job of like play, playing video games people pay them to beat Oh, video games or yeah. play them to platinum games or play them to yep. get certain things yeah that's a thing yeah. like that's crazy over two million people have that kind of job yeah i mean yeah it's i guess when you look at like the percentage of people like doing that in china and yeah, stuff, i know there's a lot of there's like in china, over a billion but it's still it's it's yeah it's it's a large amount of people doing that stuff so yeah there's a there's a market for it mm-hmm. but. but um so all of that stuff aside like i think the oh let me see let me look at the actual story things that i had so when i was looking up stuff um to try and get like background for it and stuff just to have a little bit more information so the in the past um let me see so i I found a story on bloomberg back in august of this year when they were reporting on this and so i'm I'm trying i don't remember exactly when the reporting on this story kind of stuff started Mm -hmm. but um in august they had already lost let me see so in terms of, um, uh, I think company like share, share price, is that right? Hold on a second. Um, okay, market value. So from from January, which was, I guess was their peak in market value, to August, um, because of the things that had like I think just started then in August. Right. Um, the market value of the company had already lost like 160 billion dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, so it it was really affecting them then, and it's been four months since then. <laughs> so it's Jeez. been it's, this has been happening for a long time, but um, luckily now that the there's been announcements that um, games are finally starting to be um, kind of like approved again. So it looks like their um, what's called a stock prices or a stock shares and things the, the percentage is going up again now oh that's good because i think they've gone up like almost close to five percent now oh wow which is a, a good jump to see um my question for you in relation to this is what would you do if gaming companies in the u.s went through kind of like a, a freeze like this oh that would suck yeah <laughs> <laughs> more korean dramas for me then probably mm-hmm. but i don't know like i 
I really, I don't think you really could do anything at that point. You're like, mm. find something else to like pick up. Yeah. While they work out like whatever they got to work out. Yeah. Because yeah. you can like, you can like write letters in and stuff and only do, do so much that yeah. you can do. But that would really suck. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's just basically no new games coming from like this yeah. period to this period. It would give us more time to do our backlog of games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that, I, in a sense, that would be good, but there's no, there'd be no, like, I don't want to use the word hype, but there'd be no excitement for, like, mm. oh, this game's going to come out, I got to prepare for it and stuff. Yeah, if anything, you're just, like, in despair, because, yeah. like, all these companies that are like, suddenly, like, games. not allowed oh, to put out their stuff, it's there's like, There's no new me? ones coming. Yeah. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think, like, one of the things you mentioned about, like, writing in and stuff, I think that would probably be, like, my avenue kind of thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, I'd be playing things in my backlog. But, like, now now something that is affecting the stuff that I love is is under fire. And now I'm just like, okay, well, I have to try and do something. So yeah. I think that would that's that's one of the few things that would probably move me to actually writing into, like, congressmen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because um, from the things that I've kind of learned over time um, in, like, relation to, um, I guess, like, politics and, like, government kind of stuff, um, when we've gone like on visits to the Capitol and things, yes, um, is that a lot of these senators and congressmen and things like that? They just they don't understand all the issues because there's so many issues and there's there's really no way to keep up on all of them. Yeah. So something something as like quote unquote small as video games being being brought up to them, they just like oh. they look at it and they're like, okay, well we can deal with this later kind of thing. Yeah. Put on the back burner. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of people that are going to be affected by stuff like this. So. I feel like the if you can if you can write in um to just make a small difference and stuff that helps yeah get the, the thought in their mind yeah. at least yeah yeah because like um my my wife um previously has written into um I forget if it was a senator or a congressman and the person um, reading it actually uh, I think she approved a bill based oh. off of jasmine writing it in oh that's awesome yeah yeah so it's 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 small things kind of like really like help out there yeah but yeah i mean you don't you don't know unless, until you try so exactly the in that case i just have to try something mm-hmm. but go to their office door every day <laughs> <laughs> not annoying yeah no but like yeah. see this is no i don't even want to bring that up i was gonna say like in in like regards to like protests and stuff yeah i'm all for that like getting your your cause across or whatever Mm. but when at least in my opinion like when when it crosses the line of like affecting other people's lives like um there was one video of a at a baseball game i think some sports event Mm -hmm. where i forgot what the protest was but like it was protesting a good cause like for change something like this is great but then they made like a big flyer or um, like banner or something banner, like that. banner, that was the yeah. word, in the stadium, and they dropped it, and it blocked, like, more than a thousand people's seats from seeing the game. Like, oh. it was, like, right in front of their seats. They couldn't, <laughs> like, like, I, that's great that you're bringing your message across like this, but, like, you're affecting other people's lives. I feel mm. like when, like, when things like that, like, protest and, like, cause, like, when it crosses that line of, like, affecting other people, like, yeah. for the bad, I'm like, there's got to be a better method. There's got to be a better way to like, yeah, do this kind of thing. Yeah, and I guess like, I guess 
I, I would trying to think of what the the reasoning would be for the other side there of, of doing like that banner thing and mm-hmm. stuff is like if, if it's a small group of people that care about it and are being affected by it the the masses are not gonna they're not gonna support exactly. it either way so it's a great I think the only the only way to try and get the masses involved is to affect the masses mm-hmm. which is like okay that I can see why that that kind of thing would be effective in a way yeah yeah. I mean, it sucks sides. for the people who got blocked, but people that got blocked are probably also not like caring about this issue that That's is true. probably a large issue. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Gray, gray areas all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's another gray area, though, Michael, is the changes coming to the PS Plus Ooh. in March of next year. <sighs> yeah. And it, have you heard about these changes already? No. No? Okay. So. Okay. Oh, real quick before I do that. Um, going back to um, the first story that I, the one I pulled that from originally that kind of gave the context and everything was by James Bachelor at Game in- GameIndustries.biz. Okay. So just wanted, to, just wanted to put that in there real quick. Or GamesIndustry.biz. GamesIndustry.biz. I forget what one it was. But um, so this, this story about the PS Plus. So it's it's been something that's been in the works for a while. Um, they originally announced this. Let me see if I find the date correctly. It was way earlier in this year. Um, yeah, so the so one of the first announcements that they had up there was um, so this is a story by Samit Sang- Samit Sarkar on Polygon, and that was from back in February, like late February, that they put the story up. Um, so basically, what the news was is that um, it had been announced that PS Plus was going to be dropping the PS3 and Vita. Um, free games from the service mm-hmm. and um, I think Polygon eventually got a, um, a response from Sony about what that meant in terms of number of titles on PS Plus um, still after the changes and uh, apparently I think from the response they got back it's only going to be two PS4 games so um, so going going basically from six six games a month uh, with PS Plus and now two games that you can only use on PS4. Mm-hmm. So um, they announced it way early, I think, to get like ahead of it and stuff, rather yes. than people holding off until maybe like February or something to announce that the next month it's going to be like that. So trying to get away from, um, I guess, like backlash and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story came up again. Um, in a site called Trusted Reviews, um, the person writing it was called James, or sorry, not called James Laird is his name. <laughs> um, he's called James he's Laird. <laughs> but um, so what ended up happening is he put out this story, and I don't really know if, because I don't know the site Trusted Reviews, I don't really know how common knowledge this kind of um topic is outside of gaming press and stuff because i don't i don't think trusted reviews is a gaming site solely it looks like a lot of just tech news in general right but i guess maybe because it's coming closer to the time when that's actually going to be happening they're putting in a report on it again Mm -hmm. so um the changes are going to roll out in march of 2019 okay so we're a few months away now and I think the word is still that basically the um, PS Plus only going to get two PS4 games and then nothing, nothing else, else kind of stuff. Nothing nothing else changing. So um, my question for you here, first question is, um, do you think the backlash over the implementation, uh, or sorry, 
Yeah, do you think backlash over the implementation of the change um, will be big enough to change anything? Because I have to imagine people are going to complain yes. about losing stuff. Right? I, I think it's going to be... Um, I go to... There was another story. Did you hear about the Spider-Man uh, uh, suit? Like the Sam Raimi suit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole vocal minority, mm-hmm. I feel like, is always the loudest. So uh, I in that in that case, they're vocal minority. I, I don't even know if they like made insomniac release this no like from, I, I from what i had been releasing yeah it, from what i had been hearing um, and people are just assuming that they were the ones that made them release it yeah yeah so it's it's yeah it, it kind of sounds like the the suit had been in in um talks for a long time mm-hmm. and they just weren't allowed to say anything right. which is why it's just very bad timing copyright, that, not copyright but uh um, yeah they had to they had to talk with the people word. who owned yes the, 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 the rights, rights to the stuff. suit but um yeah, it sounded like this was already in the works, and then when people were making a stink about it, then it just was bad timing in the mm-hmm. fact that the suit was going to be coming out. And yeah, yeah, but it, it, it makes it look like they they caved in when in reality they, they were already, already giving it to you, it. and people were just being stupid buttholes and stuff. Yeah, but uh, like in that sense, I'm sure they'll they'll get people who will complain about not complain about it because that's a bad word will like write in or whatever and say oh you're making me lose games or like why is it only two games yeah but i i I can't see sony changing back to like giving out vita and ps3 stuff too yeah because they're both because you gotta assume they're gonna eventually stop doing things the ps3 if they haven't no yeah 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 i I don't even think games are releasing on the ps3 okay and then the vita it's games are releasing still but only in digital form yeah, yeah. and then they're eventually going to move on to the ps5 in yeah. like the next year or two mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i and i i personally can't see sony changing this even if they get some backlash from it yeah yeah now do you think sony should change anything about the service in terms of um i mean if, if you think about it people are <clears throat> people are have been paying one price for for a long time right mm-hmm. and um i trying to remember back when the change happened it was a long, long while ago, maybe back in like 2013, I think. Because um, when I first became a, a PS Plus member, they had a large list of games that were accessible for Plus members to play. And I think like a few games on there would be changed out each month. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, so it used to be like that. You're right. And then eventually they changed that, maybe in like 2014 or so, to the system what we have now where you get two... Um, two games from each system and i forget back then if it was no actually yeah because 2014 is when ps4 came out mm-hmm. so yeah so i think it was around that time when you you started getting two ps4 games two ps3 games and two vita games which was a change from like having like 10 plus items on there that you could access at any time right and i think people were upset about it then but they stuck with it because we've had it for this long now mm-hmm. but um <clears throat> the 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 thing that, that bugs me about it is that the um, if if the pricing doesn't change for this type of like service and stuff, right? Sony is essentially saying that we can take away things from you and keep the pricing where it is because you'll keep paying for it and stuff. That's true. Which I feel like That's sends true. a bad message. It, it does send a bad message. Yeah. Like you're getting less for the same price kind yeah of yeah and it's not like the and i mean the they work hard on the the playstation um was it online systems but it's not like those things are 
I think anywhere close to being at the level of what kind of like Xbox and Microsoft has built up so far. Yeah, for sure. Like obviously the Microsoft store is very hard to go through. It's very, which is very strange. Something that's also weird about the Sony store. All these online stores are very difficult to navigate on the systems themselves. But, um, I mean, it's only like recently when changes have happened that have kind of helped the, the PlayStation store, like being able to actually type in, um, the names of games rather than having to scroll through each letter individually. Right. Like that took a long time to be implemented. And like, there's still like weird power outage, not power outages, but like um, server outages yeah. and stuff. Like I'm, I'm expecting at this point when, when Christmas hits for another like <laughs> Sony outage, just because it's happened Store's the past like completely. few years. <laughs> so it's just like these, these systems don't seem like they're getting better in terms of like large improvements. Right. Which is why I'm just, I'm worried that if they, they keep this the same pricing and are not Im- improving, like vastly improving the systems they already have in place, it's, I don't know, I feel like it's it's a very bad... Very bad move. Very bad like, Sony move, I don't even, know. Even with like their, their new thing of uh, the changing the usernames and stuff that's yeah, coming yeah. next year, like there's so many like stipulations, like you could you could lose your save files, your trophies or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Some games might just not work at all. Yeah, in your like that's yeah. why I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's, uh, so it's so like disheartening to think about all this because we we've used these systems for so long and given them so much money and support and everything, and then things are just slowly being taken away and we just have to kind of sit here and deal with it. Yeah, it's. That's what Sony's becoming now. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. I hope they end up changing stuff, but ugh. we'll see. Very, ugh. They're gonna come out in 2019. We are no longer called Sony. We're just called Oni, and we don't make we video games because <laughs> we own you. <laughs> oh, that's oh funny. gosh! Um, I had like a second, like side question, kind of tied in there, and you kind of mentioned a little bit. Um, so do you think, like, how close do you think that we are to the PS5 for this change to not really need to occur? Right? Because if, if they're, I could, I could see them getting rid of PS3 and Vita um, in March if a announcement of a PS5 is very close. Right. Because then we'd be getting PS5 games, presumably probably two of those plus two PS4 games for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. which is very close to the the current um uh what's called xbox uh, games with gold right concept where you get you get two xbox one things and two xbox 360 things hopefully they don't adopt the the weird like this is between the first and the 30th and this is between the 16th oh, yeah. and the 15th and i'm like That's I'm weird. go away with that <laughs> but yeah i mean do you think we have to be like pretty close at this point or could they for, could they still wait until 2020 for a release for a PS5 at that point? I I I've been when I read things they they say like end of 2019 or whatever. Hmm. But I feel like you they're going to at least announce it soon. Yeah, I'm least. I'm sure it's being announced next year. Yeah. I can't I personally can't see it coming out until 2020. Hmm. Like okay. I feel like anytime next year it'll be a little too soon in my opinion. Hmm. Because there's still games coming out for the PS4 that are like, I feel like bigger and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, I would I would assume that like big games coming out for the PS4 would, would also would, go to the PS5. Also, yeah. yeah. Port over to the PS5. I don't know. I, I 
I feel like 2020 is a good unless like Xbox comes out with um, mm. their new system next year. Then I feel like Sony will have to like, okay, we're coming out with it too next year. Yeah, yeah. but I don't yeah. know. And I mean, I I feel like things that I've heard in the past about um, like big companies and like decisions and stuff is like these decisions aren't usually made on the fly. So if yeah. Xbox is announcing something at E3, then I think that if Sony has a conference as well, it's not like they're like, okay, ne- Xbox announced a new yeah, console, so we announce ours now. too. So <laughs> if they, if anything, they've probably both got plans already in motion for these things. Mm-hmm. But I think when when we hit. 2019 because i because i like the idea of 2020 the ps5 releasing and stuff yes but with these weird like recent changes with like no no because it's what no e3 next year yeah and no psx this year so with those kind of things going on i feel like they've they've got to be gearing up for some kind of some kind of like like playstation only like conference where they announce the ps5 and then maybe announce a release later in the year kind of thing yeah because i i can't Oh, okay, not, not I can't imagine. I don't want to imagine that there's going to be <laughs> like a year and nine months of only like two PlayStation games or PlayStation 4 games per month. And then the PS5 is announced in 2020. So there's like, what is that? Nine, nine plus, yeah, almost like, like close to like 20, sometime, something between nine and 21 months of mm-hmm. that. And then and then we start getting PS5 stuff as well. Yeah, but it's it's very just like ugh, it's it's uh, I don't like it. it. It like turns my insides. It turns your insides. Grinds your gears. Ugh, grinds my <laughs> gears. The old metalhead over here. Yeah, that's 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 strange. Yeah, very very weird. So I I'm gonna have to hope that they've got something planned for 2019 in terms uh. of releasing it. I mean, also the it'll it'll have been what six years or no five or because they, they just hit. Did they just hit five years? I think it's almost five. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, so Maybe. like we'll be closing in on six years by the time the um, 2019 in like November rolls around. Yeah. So that's like the I think the average. I feel like that's around the average of like console lifetimes is like six years. Yeah. Ish before another one's announced and then it stays out for a while. Uh huh. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. To, we'll have to see. I guess. And speaking of things that we'll have to wait and see about, um, there's one more thing that's going to be changing in terms of online, uh, I guess not online offerings, but just offerings from gaming companies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so Xbox All Access is going to be ending um, on December 31st of this year and then returning sometime in 2019. They haven't nailed down a date yet. Okay. Are you familiar with All Access? Not really. Okay. So um, basically what it is is a um, installment program where you pay monthly installments for a Xbox One um, S or One X console. Okay. And you pay these installments over the course of two years, and at the end of that, you own the console. Oh. So it's like it's like buying like a, a car or a phone, but video games now, right? So, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a it was a cool um, feature. Feet like yeah, a cool offering that they announced. Um, earlier this year and i think it's just a uh semi weird timing i guess because if we're getting close to the the next consoles uh, like the the thought of a ps5 and xbox next or whatever they're calling it um i, I don't want to call it xbox 2 that sounds dumb yeah um xbox but, forever 
forever box. <laughs> forever box. <laughs> the forever box. <laughs> but um, with those things assumedly coming in the next like one or two years, um, it's a it's a strange kind of way to get people, I guess, like on board if you're. I don't know. It's I don't even know how to like describe it in the words that I'm trying to use right now. But it, like, because we we <laughs> just we just bought a console. Yes. Right. Um. I think it was earlier this year. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we we got an Xbox um, finally earlier this year, but we both got the the One S because it was cheaper and it's nice and slim and looks cool. Yeah. Um. But the, the I haven't thought about getting a One X or a PS4 Pro seriously just because. Yeah. I feel like it's too close at this point, mm-hmm. but I do think it's a cool program for people who don't have the the consoles currently. No, and, it is. And yeah, maybe want to get in on it, but don't have the money for. The it's it's, it's a large. It's a lot to drop, like a whole bunch of hundreds of dollars for the consoles. Yep. But um, for in in terms of this, since we don't know when this thing is coming back quite yet, and um, I guess what the the new the new program will kind of look like mm-hmm. um would this kind of offer interest to you if you could use it on the the next gen xbox or or playstation or do you prefer to just drop drop the sun I, at one I, time personally i feel like just i like to drop mm-hmm. because then i not to say that i do it there's been a couple of times but like when your next payment come you'll be like oh i can't i can't afford this and then it'll you miss that payment and then it builds up and you miss that payment and then just like yeah. becomes a cycle in case, like if you don't have the money about it. Yeah. I, in my mind, I feel like just dropping all the money at once, at least for me personally, it would be a better idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good thing to have for people who don't have that or like don't want to do all that at once. Yeah. 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 Cause like totally psychologically, I think you, what was the, what was the actual thing? I think you actually pay, I think you actually pay less if you do it over in the installment period. Oh. I think you, you, you save some money. I forget how much it was, but you save a chunk of change if you do it for the the 1S or the 1X. And I think you, you save a little bit more for the 1S, or sorry, the 1X if you do the installment plan. Okay. As long as you keep up with the payments, basically. Right. But, so, I mean, it's, it's a way to save money and then also have a console to play in the meantime. Which, you, again, it's it's a nice, yeah, no, nice, yeah, nice thing to have. Nice thing to have. I agree. Yeah, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think I think I'm kind of with you though. I would I would prefer to just save up and buy the system. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like being in debt. I don't like owing money. Oh no, yeah, yeah, me too. I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I already have a bunch of bills that I have to pay each month. So it's yep. Like, eh, don't don't think I need to add another one. Maybe I'll just spend a whole bunch of money instead <laughs> that I don't have on, on this. Oh man, yes, it's it's a weird it's a weird kind of thing that we do. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it would be cool if the offer is at least um, there for the next systems. True, I'm, I'm sure agree. Xbox will do it. I don't know if Sony will ever adopt it. I don't know, but I think it'd be cool if they did. I, I mean, it's, it's like it's it's at this point, it's one more thing that they could have in terms of ways to get their console out to people. Bring and stuff. more people in, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, not, there's there's there are huge numbers of people that own the PS4s already. But I mean, when the new systems come out, it's it's a slow build. Yep. So, as many options available for the people that are going to buy them, then more money for them. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it's all about to them. Yeah. Well, hopefully, well, and the gamers, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> the gamers. <laughs> oh man. It's a business, though. Yeah. Speaking of gamers, Michael. Ooh. You had a question 
about games in general. I, I do. <laughs> Is this a video game podcast? I think it's a video game podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, my first one. Mm-hmm. Now, there was an article up on Polygon okay. by Julia Lee. Nice name. Oh, um, real quick. Um, Polygon is also where I got that last um, story from about Xbox All Access. Oh, okay. Uh, Charlie Hall. Charlie Hall. Let's throw that in nice there real name. quick. Yeah. Good names. But uh, the topic of the article was keeping up with all my old games made playing new games hard in 2018. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, the article talks about, like, she, she plays uh, mobile games and um, games that uh, update regularly. Like yeah, on the computer yeah. stuff. So basically, she talks about playing those games, but then um, not being able to play her older games that she's had, like God of War or other big mm. AAA games that she's had on the system. Like not being able to get to those games because she keeps playing these games that update. But yeah, it also kind of sounded like she, because I, I think I read that same article and it sounded like she also didn't really want to go to those games. Yeah, yeah. But it made me made me think of the question, kind of on those same lines about um all the games we have mm-hmm. and now i i think i have a decent amount of games but you have <laughs> way more than i do like a lot more than i do I just spe- it just means i've spent more money that's <laughs> it does it does <laughs> but my question to you is do you ever regret buying all those games or any of those games and if okay. so what games are there because in all honesty there's not enough time yeah. to play all these games we have. It's nice to see them, but then you're like, ah, oh, I have too many. I can't play all of these games. So yeah. if there are games, which games do you regret buying? Okay. So so I'm, I'm pulling. So, man, okay. I had to. <laughs> so this this one actually didn't take me as long to do. Your, your next one took me a long while to plan. <laughs> you're so welcome. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> making me do work on break. Um, good work though good work yeah so the so for for games so in terms of games that i have right um looking at my it's not a spreadsheet it's a word doc that i have i just i fill in all the games that i buy or Mm -hmm. like get through ps plus and stuff and so i just have a list of all the digital stuff yes um in terms of digital games i'm currently at uh 942 okay so closing on that 1K, you know what I'm saying? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so those are the digital ones. I have, um, what is that, like a, a case and like a third of a case of physical games. Okay. So I'm trying to remember how much that one holds. I think this one on the table here holds like 128 or something. And the other one, not the big one right there, but the other. I have three game cases, I just realized. <laughs> Um, the metal one over there, I think it's only got like, maybe like 10 in there or something. Okay. And then some other, like, uh, I think it's got some Xbox games in there or Xbox one games. Right. Um, so I mean, I've, I'm, I've probably passed the, the 1000 thing at this point if I think about it, but (laughs) I don't, I don't actually surprisingly, I went through and I don't, I don't have like a large list of, of games that I regret buying. Mm -hmm. So, um, in comparison to like the amount that I own, yeah. So there, there are like one or two dozen um, PS One classics and like PSP games that I bought back when I, I think it was like early days of having the PS Four, and I was still using the PS Three for the most often. Yeah. Um. So there's a whole bunch of games that I bought there that um. 
I bought because they looked cool and I thought I would have time to play them. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm never, I'm probably <laughs> never going back to those games. Right. Ever, so there's it's like a bunch of like classic things in there. Like uh, I'm trying to remember real quick. I think like Chrono Trigger I got. I got like the Parasite Eve games. Um, uh, what is that? Vagrant, Vagrant Hearts, I think is one of them. Okay. Um, the shoot what are those games that jared petty likes um what? you know what i'm talking about um suikoden i got oh. the, i got suikoden one and two right i think at one point um i got yeah a whole bunch whole bunch of stuff in there that that i i wanted to eventually play um final fantasy um tactics yeah and like tactics ogre and stuff i wanted to eventually play these games but <laughs> Because there's so many games coming out nowadays, I'm I'm never gonna be able to go back. And there's no trophies in those games, so I don't have any motivation to go back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like it's a it's a lose lose over there. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of those ones, I semi regret buying those just because the money could have been used for other things that I would other actually games play. that you would play. <laughs> yeah. Um, specific ones though, I have specific ones that do have trophies or achievements and i regret buying them um first one on that list and probably one of the bigger ones yeah i think one of the bigger ones um it's called beast quest beast quest yeah so it's a game on the xbox one and ps4 i bought it on xbox one i think because there was a um what was it through the microsoft rewards um thing like the sony rewards kind of thing. yeah yeah uh, Microsoft Rewards has a bunch of like different ways you can earn points. So like Sony, you can do it via like getting trophies now and buying games in general. Right. But um, the Microsoft one, you can do you can go on daily and do like these like random like quiz things or like do searches on Bing and stuff, which nobody uses. And nobody uses <laughs> all these all these different ways to get the stuff. And sometimes it's buying specific games. Right. And I think one of these times it was Beast Quest, which was up there. And like I th- I had seen the I had seen the um, cover art before, and I had seen a trailer, and it looked like a cool game. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, it's, it seems like a fun like it's almost like a it's a kid who goes on an adventure to free these like legendary beasts um, around the. The, the realm or wherever he's from okay and it seemed like a fun game like you you go and like fly on a dragon at one point and Ooh. extra things um but so i got it because i thought it would be it'd be fun i think it was already on sale so maybe i, I think i got it for like eight bucks so not not bad i think it's normally forty dollars oh dang so yeah so i was like oh great like I, i'll get this i'll get an extra like three thousand microsoft points or something to spend on something later it's like win-win. Oh, I remember this. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, I and so, you. so I, I saw it, um, sometime later or sometime, um, a few months ago this year Yeah. on sale on the PlayStation store. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's like that. That's that game that I thought looked cool that I haven't played yet. Like I should, I should get it on Sony too. So I can, cause I see there's a platinum and then I see that there's no platinum achievers. And oh. I'm like, I'm like, wait, what's up with that? And so I looked at that. And apparently there's a glitched trophy in there where one part of like one level of the, like towards the end, like it's like a quest gathering item kind of thing. Apparently there's a wall you can't scale in the game, which you're supposed to be able to scale to finish <laughs> this quest and you can't. <laughs> so, so, I, so I saw that and I'm like, Ooh, okay, well I guess I'm not buying it there, but I'll at least like try it out on the, the Xbox and stuff to see if, if I enjoy it to get like a bunch of trophies anyways. Right. 
Uh, tried it out on the Xbox, and oh dang, goodness, thank goodness I did. I started playing this game, and like within the first like couple minutes, I was like, oh no. <laughs> was it like clunky and just? Uh, it was semi clunky, but also um, just the. I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe you you might enjoy it just because it's like a like a dumb humor kind of stuff. Oh, so it's you don't like, like a, the dumb humor. No, I don't. Like um the so like the the intro cutscene of the game, right? Um to give you a, a background, if you've played like you any of the I think I did tell you some of it. If you've played any of the um Artifacts Mundi games, which are the um Point things quick. we mentioned last yeah. last week. Um yeah, <laughs> the hidden object. It's it's the ob- hidden object stuff is fine. Yeah, the, the but writing the, and the, the art and stuff yeah. in those games looks very weird and mm-hmm. like cut out and stuff. So it it it's off putting looking at it. And so and that's another thing too, I don't like ugly stuff. So like looking at um the art of this like cutscene in the beginning of Beast Quest, I was already I was kind of like maybe the game is better i don't know i'll give it a chance and so i went through this cutscene. it's some like old wizard explaining how there's a bad wizard and he enslaved these four beasts and you need to go free him and stuff right um he it then it, then it cuts to your character who's i don't know maybe like a, a pre-tween or whatever and pre-tween. yeah he he's outside playing i think with a wooden sword and stuff and then this the, this wizard, the one who was talking in the cutscene, appears in front of him magically, and because <laughs> that's what wizards and do. tells the boy like, "Hey, you're the hero of legend." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> like, not those exact words, but pretty close." And he's telling this he's telling this this pre-tween is like, "Hey, you're the hero of legend. We need you. We need your help to save these four magical beasts from the evil warlocks controller, or whatever his name is." And the kid is apparently British, and he's, oh right, oh really? I can do that. And I'm saying, what, like, what are you even British. talking about right now? <laughs> and so we should and, make a rule right oh now: gosh. we should neither both do accents <laughs> ever again. But that I'm giving, I'm giving a, I'm giving the scene here because it was, it was a bad like voiceover yeah. kind of thing. And sorry, whoever did it, but it just, it was. It was hard to listen to, and those, and so, are, those are the things with the point and click ones. Their voice actors are never, yeah, never, not to say like great. they're the worst, but they're, yeah, they're not they're, great. They're kind of, yeah, they're kind of like cringy, yeah. At best. Um, but so I was, I was letting go of that stuff. I'm just like, okay, get get me to the gameplay. Let me see how this <laughs> game plays and stuff. Um, in the meantime, they're continuing this conversation. Randomly, a bird flies and. And I think I think this wizard hits this bird with his with his magic staff, and almost like knocks the bird out or something. And the wizard's like, "Oh man, I didn't. I'm sorry about that." He's <laughs> like, "Why are you apologizing to this bird? Nobody cares about this, this is bird. It's not important. It's not important." <laughs> and so he goes and does this whole spiel, creates some magic armor for this kid and a real sword. And this kid's like, I'm a real boy now. I'm gonna go <laughs> and fight some. I'm gonna go and fight some mythical beasts. I'm a real boy. And so he does this, and I'm and I'm, I'm starting to play, and I'm just like, why? Why is this <laughs> happening the way it's happening? Like you guys made the game. You don't have to. You don't have to do these weird comedy bits. Yeah, you can like make it more serious. It. Yeah, it's it's very forced at this point, and I'm and I'm getting like I don't know Monty Python vibes and flashbacks <laughs> and nightmares, and I'm just. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, can we, can we just 
be serious about this game that I, I was trying to like and <laughs> can you just play stuff and even the the combat system wasn't great it's it's you're you're in a um when you enter a battle with with some kind of like creatures i think they have you fight wolves in the beginning to teach you how to fight and stuff um you have to do some like um light dodging and stuff but you're you're essentially in a stable position and you read what the opponent looks like they're gonna do whether they're gonna attack like left or right or straight right or like a special attack that's not blockable and then um, read the field that way, and you can either move or try to dodge. And if you time the dodges right, you can get in like hits that deal extra damage and stuff, which I thought was cool. Yeah. But the the whole thing seemed pretty clunky, and it's never good. Yeah. And the the quests in there were very just like, oh, go find these sword cookies, which <laughs> which were stolen by five random kids around sword town. Sword cookies. <laughs> and I just keep looking at these people, and I'm just saying, why are you even alive? Why are you, know? you a thing? <laughs> Also, get this, the sword cookies. Um, oh, no. You eventually, so you find the cookies from the, the kids who are surprisingly difficult to locate. Um, and then the lady wants to make more sword cookies. Oh, of course. And you actually make sword cookies by getting wheat from, I think, like a field nearby and then fighting bandits and taking their swords. Wow. And I'm very <coughs> confused on how you even eat these sword cookies, so... Sorry. Um, it just it tells you a little bit of this game. Yeah. The only character that I started to like when I eventually found another character who was part of your group and stuff was this lady with a bow, and she was also like a pre-tween or something, maybe a little bit older than the kid. But she seemed okay. Mm-hmm. I just I wasn't invested enough to continue on after that. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I think later on, after all that, I found out about the whole no platinum broken trophy slash achievement, and I'm just like, nah, I'm out. I can't, I yeah. can't do it. So that's, I think that's the biggest one on this list. That's a good one. Yeah, there's there's smaller ones. Um, there was a Project Sylphid on the Xbox 360 that oh, I had a long time ago. Too. I think it was back in um, when we lived in Hawaii. Um, I played this in my room once, and literally once. And it's a, a game where you, it's it looks like anime characters. You fly a spaceship and you're shooting things. I think you actually saw me play it, maybe, because there was a I there was have. a level where I just had to keep shooting these missiles or this these large missiles that were slowly moving. And if I didn't destroy it in time, it ended the mission. I had to redo it again. Okay. I- but only thing I remember about that game besides that level is how um, nauseous I got from playing it. Really? Yeah, and I think it's something about um, obviously there's the whole. Um, vr type of like mindset where if you're in that situation and your body's doing something that your eyes are not seeing or so your 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 eyes are seeing something like like you're you're going up an elevator and then the elevator stops in the game but your body thinks it's still moving so you feel oh. this weird like lifting sensation yeah it's that similar kind of thing where it's if you're in space there's no up or down because there's no gravity so constantly flying and turning every single direction in space was very like nauseating for me yeah so i I had a hard time i had a hard time playing that game and i'm a hard time playing a lot of space games or like flight games where you can turn in every literal direction yeah so that one i think i i think i got it at like a bargain bin at gamestop back in high school and i think i returned it probably that same like week or something (laughs) at least you're giving these games a chance yeah yeah (laughs) i try them out i don't don't just look at it and be like you suck no (laughs) um another one i did that too was um called venetica venetica which was a 360 game also um i think looking at my achievement stuff i don't have any achievements for the game at all (laughs) i think project selfie maybe i have one 
This one I don't have anything at all, and I think it's because I started playing the game, and I'm like, nah, it's too clunky. I can't right. do this. Um, more recently, um, so there's the Last Tinker on the PS4. Last Tinker, okay. And it seems like a fine game, but um, there's no platinum trophy for it. Mm. So I'm just, it's it's one of those ones I'm just like, ah, I don't really want to play you because yep. because no. Even even for me, like I'm not a huge trophy hunter, mm-hmm. but when I see like a game doesn't have a platinum, I'm like. Ugh. Yeah, it's a little part of me is like, oh man, this makes me not want to buy the game just a little bit. Yeah, like I don't know why Sony does it because it it makes it feel like these games are not full fledged games. Mm-hmm. It makes them seem like they're I don't know minis or demos or something, right? Because it's just not the same treatment that's given to full, full games. Yeah. And I mean, even some smaller games that get the full treatment for trophies have it so i don't understand yeah. why there's even a difference like xbox will at least give a thousand gamer score to every single game, game yeah unless it's for real a small thing and then it gets maybe 300 or something mm-hmm. and i know like we're i feel like we're the minority with trophies and stuff mm. like I f- there's a there's a lot of people who like trophies and stuff oh, yeah, who want yeah. trophies but there's also a lot of people who just don't really care about trophies and stuff too so yeah. i would just have to assume that those people who don't care about trophies and things aren't even playing these smaller games Maybe not. I, I would assume those people are playing just big titles like well, AAA releases and things. Like uh, and... Gary Witta and Jared Petty, they play a lot of little games, but they don't care about trophies That's too. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. Gary Witta, good guy. <laughs> Very good guy. Uh, met him personally. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Specifics um, in terms of the classics that I was mentioning um, Mega Man X4 and X5 that I bought. I don't, I don't really regret supporting those games, but I do regret the fact that I have them on the PS3 and stuff because now I have the, the, the yeah, the X Legacy collections. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a, a bummer that I'll never play those ones because I'm playing the new ones yeah. and stuff, which are the same things. Um, I regret not getting my Hotline Miami on PS Plus when it was available. Oh man! Because then I bought it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> that's always the worst. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that was that was literally, I think, the turning point for me when I, there was a game that I didn't get on PS Plus and then ended up wanting later. Mm. And I was just like, okay, never again will I not get one of these free games because maybe eventually, like a year or two down the line, I'll find out that I want to play it and right. don't have it and have to buy it. So Such that was a that, that's a small too. thing. Yeah, that's why it's a great game. And I was just, ugh, I missed it. So yep. that's totally my You brought fault. that up numerous times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still bugs me to this day. Um... I think just a few more. So the um, there's one called Switch Galaxy Ultra on the PS4. Okay. It's like a um, on rails. Um, you're like a spaceship or something. And you're trying to dodge obstacles and things. Just not a super fun game. I think I got it for like six bucks, and it was like cross buy across Vita, PS3, and PS4. Mm-hmm. But it's just not super fun, and I don't think there's a platinum either. So right. Just one of those small things. Um, one called Zombier, which I thought would be a funny game. Zombier. Um, it's I think it's like you're everything is turning into zombies around you and I think your girlfriend is going to turn into a zombie if you don't go and save her but it's it's a it's a weird clunky PS3 game and interesting very very strange premise a lot of like crude humor which I started to not be a fan of after I was playing some of it right like eh, I probably shouldn't have bought you um lithium inmate 39 on the PS4 which is a long, crazy name, and the game is not fun to play. So uh-huh. I was just like, ah, it's 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 very good thing that these games are like looking. not a lot of money. At least, yeah, most yeah. Of these. Like that's 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 why I tend to buy things on sale for the mm-hmm. most part because if I get it on sale, at least I didn't pay full price for a game that I don't like. Yeah. Um, but one of the one of the big ones, and maybe I won't regret the entire thing, 
I just regret the specific edition I bought is I bought the Red Dead Redemption 2 special edition. Oh, you bought the special edition? Yeah. So an extra 20 bucks. Okay. But I haven't gone back to Red Dead. Yeah. So that's like an $80 purchase that I've played maybe like several hours of. And <laughs> I'm, like, just, ah. I'm just like, ah, I don't enjoy this game. No, I get that. Bad yeah. purchase. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. That's that's my list, though. Okay. I have a smaller list. Okay. Because I have less games, too. No, yeah, that's fine. But my first one is it's on the same lines of your red dead like mm. yeah i didn't buy the special edition or whatever but i bought it once it released because it looks super cool yeah yeah i never played any of these games prior to this so i should have like looked up gameplay and stuff yeah but xenoblade chronicles 2 oh like mm-hmm. the cutscenes are like oh this is me this looks like tales games yeah, yeah. like i like this but the gameplay is just let me put it in words it's not hack and slash yeah yeah it's not turn-based yeah you, it's like time based or something. It's not even time based. You automatically do the the attacks. Like your character, you press X, um, and he'll just keep swinging and swinging and swinging and swinging. Like you can defend and he'll defend, but you're you're not pressing buttons. Yeah. You just move around and just continue hitting. Like I feel like I'm not doing anything in this game. Yeah, like press, you have to you have to change the tactics, but they'll just you, can, he essentially auto does that yes. one thing. And I'm like, now again, I don't know if you can change that. Mm. I, from what I remember, I don't think you can. Oh man, but that. That's why I haven't gone back to it because that's always been a turn off. Like, oh, I really want to enjoy this. Yeah. But I, I can't. And that was like, that was $60. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Because you got that when it came out, right? I did because I was excited about it. Yeah. Um, second one was Divinity Original Sin. Oh. Because you're, oh, that's you're a really like cool game. me to get yeah. it because like, oh, this is really cool yeah. and stuff. But again, I didn't look too much on it. Yeah. It's a strategy I think I kind of told you about yeah, the strategy aspects. Yeah, you did, you aspects. did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, this is, I might get into this. And I tried it. And I'm like, oh. like, it's a cool premise. <laughs> like, these yeah. characters are cool. It's like Diablo, top mm-hmm. down kind of thing. I'm like, but once that strategy thing came out, I'm like, oh. I tried it for a little bit. I'm like, I, I can't. I just, yeah. I couldn't get into it. It's just sitting on my. Yeah. We just got to get you eventually into strategy games. Yeah. Like, we got to get you the most like anime Japanese thing <laughs> that we can find. This guy. This guy. Oh, God, I said it wrong again. Desaiga. <laughs> That's actually a cool sounding name. I'm going to take that for my new game. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, like we got to find you a super anime, cool story, maybe slice of life. I don't know how yeah. that would work. Yeah. Um, romance with like the next door neighbor. Oh, or no, man. Sorry, next, next Childhood door friend. What is that called? Childhood friend. There we go. <laughs> Uh, wrong, wrong genre. Next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get you one of, the, one of those, one of those things, and then we'll get you into strategy stuff. Because then it's just like it's icing on top of a. I guess it's like it's like having a good cake, yeah. right? A cake that you want to eat, and maybe the icing is not the best, but you just kind of just deal with the icing because exactly. the cake is so good. Exactly, you know? it's a good, good analogy. Yeah, that's the right word, right? Analogy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I was gonna say metaphor, but I was like, that it's not a metaphor. Yeah. yeah. Um. Last one mm. is see I put Persona Five on this list, but I'm like no I, I oh, played like, a lot wow. of hours. I was gonna say, if you would, I was if gonna you say it's it's 5. probably more of the time I bought it because there were so many other games uh, I, I couldn't put like my full focus into it, but I don't regret buying Persona Five at all. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Far Cry Four. Oh, interesting. Now we've talked about this before. Yeah. Like we used to play side by video side games side by side. Yeah, yeah. We'd play similar games and then we'd play different games and stuff, mm-hmm. but. I remember it was Far Cry 4 and Shadow of Mordor. Ah, uh, yep, yep. I don't remember Shadow of Mordor because I played a lot more of it. Yeah. But I wasn't playing it, but I saw you 
basically beat both games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bought Far Cry 4. I'm like, okay, I'm going to play this. Started playing it. I'm like, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like it's like you felt like you had played it already. Yeah, I'm like, there's no, <laughs> there's no payoff anymore. I understand yeah, this. Yeah. I've literally tried to play it like five to six times wow trying i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy this but i can't i'm like like you said it's like i've played it before yeah and i I don't think i got it on i think i got on sale but i think it was still like 30 bucks probably yeah so that one in a sense is is a regret too i see yeah yeah. and that's that's why i've i've actively avoided playing games like god of war and things in front of you yeah because and like spider-man and stuff you probably saw me play some of it but yeah. i always had it's like, like those headphones side in things stuff. like you when yeah. i see god of war it's always you're fighting the valkyries or whatever yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, you why saw always... me you saw me do the the grindy stuff yeah. instead of the actual stuff and that's why i asked you like for the yakuza stuff i'm like do you want me to play this like if you because you haven't played it yet yeah yeah stuff yeah, and I I feel like in general, if I'm playing something, I can tune out whatever mm-hmm. else is going on around me. Yeah, but um, yeah, like if if I think I I I think I see a, a lot when I'm playing games. I tend to see like you're like watching and stuff, and I'm just like I'm like no, Michael, don't do it, <laughs> don't watch. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. And I know we just had a lot of talk about kind of more um, negative things you know yes. negative or not not as like um bright and sunshiny you mm-hmm. know but you had a, another topic that you that you brought to the the table this week yes and the other topic is um what you think the best year in video games is okay, okay. like i preference this because i've been seeing a lot of like oh this is the best game of 2018 mm-hmm. top 10 list or whatever i'm like you know we haven't really talked about what our yeah, favorite year yeah. kind of thing. Now, I, I I like what we did. Like, I told you this yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what we do. Uh-huh. Or at least what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and we took, like, different paths to this. Yeah. Like, yeah. since you have so many games mm. and trophies, it's harder for you to find, like, a year that you yeah. can base off of it. It was, it was difficult, yeah. So I, I picked a year, like, a more personal year. Like, what game, what's the best year in video games for me, like... And like sense of like, oh, I played this game, this game. I was introduced to this game kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. And you did a more a... I, I did semi, um, semi-chronological semi in yeah. terms of like things that actually came out in that year. But then also because of like... So I, I did that... Okay, so you guys are seeing way into my, my neuroses back here. <laughs> so last night I stayed up for like several hours just... Um, organizing my physical discs like they were they were already in in release date order for the ps4 stuff yes um and i think mostly for ps3 stuff also um there was some small things that i had to switch around because i realized i put the wrong dates or i had the wrong date in my mind when i did the stuff Mm -hmm. or did the organizing so now it's all fully chronological order in like terms of u.s releases or whichever region I got the disc from. If I got the Japanese discs, I had the Japanese release as the thing inside the PS3 section and whatnot. Right. See, now I feel bad that I asked you this question because <laughs> you stayed up so late doing all this. No, that's okay. <laughs> uh, it was something that I probably would have had to do later on anyways. Okay. But now I found, because I, I remembered I had some um, labels and stuff. And so what I did is I had a whole bunch of labels, cut the labels in half, and put a label for the, the month that, the month and the year that, these games came out okay so i have it for reference later on whenever i need to look back and stuff because i wanted the things in order so i could play through the stuff in order mm-hmm. as like the years went by but i just haven't i haven't followed through on that 
whole like thought anyways right so now it's just for me to kind of look back and like see partly for this question but also just later on when i want to look back at when when these things came out kill two birds with one stone yeah yeah (laughs) swallow swallow two noodles with one mouth you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong okay (laughs) but um so i ended up doing all that stuff um and then when it came to the digital stuff there was no way i was going to be able to go and I mean, I, I could have. It just would have taken much longer and probably would have had to record tomorrow or something instead. Yeah. Um, Not so that that would have been a bad thing, though. Yeah, it would have been fine. But um, what I ended up doing for the digital stuff is I looked up a, um, I think it was a Wikipedia, actually, of the games that released in 2016. Okay. Found all the games on the list that meant something to me or were large things in that year in general. And compiled that list so i have a whole list of games in the the year that i chose okay but then i also have a personal year that's more like nostalgic right related and stuff but probably not as accurate mm-hmm. yeah but okay. what, what is what is your favorite year in gaming uh, my favorite year is 2014 oh okay that's more recent than i thought that it was is it is it is because like like you said i couldn't i was going to base it off nostalgia from like saying like the dreamcast or the gamecube mm-hmm. but i couldn't couldn't like, place the exact time like did i play this game the same time as this game and stuff so yeah i looked at my trophies and stuff i'm like oh wow this 2014 was a great year Sorry. and i'll list reasons why okay first reason why was it's when i first started playing persona 4 golden oh and persona 4 one. golden mm-hmm. on the vita mm-hmm. fantastic game yeah. like it, yep. it's one of those games where i would just be in my room all day yeah. All week just playing it, like, in this world. Yeah, in the bathroom in all the, day. In, literally everywhere. Taking a poop, <laughs> playing Persona 4. Um, I hope you lost your Vita. <laughs> maybe. Gross. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, also, like, off the same thing, because it's a Vita game, mm-hmm. it was also the year where I really played the Vita a lot. Uh, like, it was one okay. of those years, like, I think that was my primary system. I would play the PS3 and PS4 every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I had a PS4 at the beginning of 2014. Because I know you did. Yeah. You had yeah. it before I did. I think I, I think I got it during that Christmas time right. of 2013. I think like soon after it came out, there was a, a lot of places that were sold out. And then I think I managed to find a place. I think it was a Walmart or something in um, Oregon where I got it right before flying back to hawaii for the the christmas break oh that's right yeah, yeah so that so i had it and i was like yes yep. new system mm-hmm. so nice but yeah was, i had the ps3 not ps4 yet and i would play the vita mm-hmm. second game i think my see now i'm thinking about it i actually probably would say it's my favorite vita game nope. muramasa rebirth oh that's a good game oh yeah. such a fantastic game i wish they mm-hmm. would make it for like the switch or something oh that'd be fun but I, I honestly think I put more hours into that game than I did for Persona 4 Golden. Yeah, Not to say yep. Persona 4 Golden wasn't great. It was a great game. Mm-hmm. But something about Muramasa Rebirth, like the old Japanese samurai setting, and you could be, I don't know the names, the girl or the guy, and take their paths and unlock swords and stuff. Yeah, and like Go to the little shacks and eat the food. It's so good. Um, third thing was it was the first or the year that I actually got more into the tale series oh because i Which, played was it tales of exilia okay gotcha and or before exilia grace's f uh, my yep, favorite yep. one mm-hmm. i think I, i'm pretty sure i played both on the ps3 
Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if you got me into it or you recommended those games or whatever, but I think I was I was probably recommending Symphonia to you. Yeah. And then I think you eventually found a different Tales game, which I think was Grace's F, mm-hmm. right? And then that's the one that really hooked you into the yeah. series. Yeah. Like it's not the like the best game by like story standards and gameplay but mm. it's one of those things like it's my first not my yeah. first because i played symphonia symphonia on yeah. gamecube a little bit but your first like full yeah full game, game yeah. and it's me it means something to me oh no yeah, yeah. um fourth thing is i the year i played my first final fantasy game and oh. that was final fantasy 13 oh wow i never because yeah. i don't consider kingdom hearts a final fantasy no game. no yeah it's not yeah because i never i i don't think i played any other final fantasy game up to this point Okay. I always wanted to, and thirteen is <laughs> not <laughs> not the best game. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it because I didn't have any of those past. Yeah, past things to judge it based off. Exactly. Of. I'm like, oh, this is so fun. I remember um, specifically because it, it was when my parents were in Germany and Amanda was back, my mm-hmm. sister. I would be up in my room. I would. Have, I was at the store already. I got my um, box of yakisoba from whatever i already cooked it i would have like a beer or some or like guinness or like blue moon mm-hmm. and I'd be sitting on my computer chair just playing final fantasy 13 all night i would spend like two to three hours fighting one boss mm-hmm. and i would get super excited i would go yeah and i would slam on the ground my sister's like michael what are you doing stop making noise i'm like i'm sorry i'm just so excited i beat this <laughs> boss after so long yeah yeah but that was super good and then fifth thing it was the first time i played yeez Oh, yeah, yeah. The one on the Vita. Mm-hmm. Again, you're the Vita, 2014. Yeah, man. good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, I think it was Yeez. Um, and Memories Sol- of Celsita? Yes, thank you. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Really, really, I'm not going to say great game. Yeah. Good game. Okay. Really fun, though. Fun, yeah. yeah. Very anime-esque. Mm-hmm. Graphics weren't great. It's the it's a Vita it's a, game. Yeah, yeah. But gameplay was fun. Story was kind of confusing, but still a good introduction to yeah, the Yee series because yeah. it was like the first... Um, I think the first story of the main character, like Alden Christian Christensen or something yeah. like that. Yeah, initials AC for sure. I don't yeah. know if they exactly, but yeah, that. first introduction to that and it was great. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, other than that, it was just mostly mostly the year of the Vita. I feel like, mm. and and the Vita means a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't play it anymore. Yeah, like you gotta get a you gotta get, your, to get Vita, a plug, man. Yeah. your plug. Yeah, but yeah, 2014, I would say for me. Okay, okay. That's a good year, though. Mm, yeah. Very good year. A lot of stuff in there. So, okay, so I'll, I'll get my nostalgia one out of the way first. Okay. Because that one, I think, is... I don't think it's my real one. It's more of just, like, nostalgia taking over in that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one... Okay, hold on a second. I gotta make sure I have the year correct. I believe it's, it's around the um, 2002 time period. Oh, 2002, wow. okay. 2003. Right? That wasn't even in Hawaii, then. Yeah, I think, I think I was actually in Hawaii in 2002. Oh, okay. I think that's when I just got there, um, like midway through the year. But um, so 2002, um, yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, so some things that I already had, and like I, I don't know which games I had for sure, but I think based off of the times that they came out, I probably had these things around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had... Uh, Golden Sun and Golden Sun 2. Okay. Which were the games I played on the you Game Boy Advance. talk about those like, So many times. <laughs> I don't think I ever finished either of them. But oh, really? I would restart them over and over again and just play as far as I could. I think the reason I didn't finish Golden Sun 1 
was because I got to an area where I realized I had missed one of the um, earth spirits that you could pick up, the the djinn. Like oh, okay. D- D-J-I-N-N kind of thing. There's like genie kind of things? Yeah, but they're like little, like little creatures that um, you fight them and then... I forget if you have to capture them or if you just beat them and then they become yours kind of thing. Okay. But um, when you when you do that stuff and you, you fight them and whatnot and you get them, um, they become part of your battle mechanics. Oh. So these, all these djinn have different um, skills that your character can then use. So like Isaac uses all of the earth djinn. And oh, then, Isaac. He's yeah, from... Yeah, Isaac oh. is from Bolton, yeah. That's cool. So he uses all the earth djinn. And, um, like, I think the first one you get is, like, a like a stone cleave kind of thing. So it's just a regular um, sword attack that has, a, like, a stronger amount of damage than the regular, um, I guess, the regular sword attack. Okay. And then I think it also does, like, a status debuff on whatever enemy you did it. Like, maybe less lessens their defense and stuff. But um, when you use when you use the, the Jin skill, it goes into um, kind of like a, like a standby mode. Standby mode, okay. And when you have the djinn in standby mode, or whatever it was called, um, you can then summon the djinn, and based on the number of djinns you summon, it creates a po- more powerful, like, finishing move kind of thing. Oh, that's So when cool. you summon, like, one djinn, it maybe does, like, a big old like, earthquake kind of thing. And right. then if you summon, um, like, two and three and four, like, four being the highest amount you could do at once, um, four is, like, these, like, I'm not, I'm, I forget which one it is. <laughs> I remember like a few of the the four moves. I think the the fire one is one of the coolest ones, where you basically summon like meteors from, from space, and they crash into the ground and create this huge explosions and That's stuff. Awesome. <laughs> so it, it was this cool like managing system of. I, I think I almost never used regular attacks at that point. I used probably just magic plus the the gins and then the summons, mm-hmm. and then um, you just kind of cycle through these things. You you use up the the djinn specials to get them on standby and then you summon like these gigantic attacks that do massive amounts of damage to like everything out there and then kind of like cycle through the battle while healing yourself and things like that to stay alive and whatnot Mm -hmm. but that was i think one of i think think the way i talk about golden sun and like the way i remember it it's probably one of my favorite games kind of thing that's cool but um so the golden the both golden suns i think i had back in 2002 Mm -hmm. um Wind Waker came out in 2002. Oh, did it? Wow. Yeah. Oh, such good stuff. See, that was, that was one of those things because I was thinking of uh, Mario Sun- Mario Sunshine. Oh, the yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know when that one did came I out. Did I play the same time as Wind Waker? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Based off of time periods, um, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire came out in 2002. Ooh. And I know I played I like... Those. 200 plus hours of, of <laughs> ruby so, a lot of time i did a lot of like game boy advanced and like nintendo gamecube and things like that playing in, in that time period um another game in o2 was evolution worlds which is oh, yeah I, i've we told talked you about, about that this one. yeah because yeah. they also had it for the dreamcast or version oh, of evolution nice yeah yeah so that one i played a whole bunch of time with um there's a game called lunar legends okay which um I think oh let me let me let me look at the actual thing real quick. It's it's a remake of the game Lunar the Silver Star which was originally released for the Sega CD. Okay. So Sega CD. Yeah. This was the Game Boy Advanced version of the game and oh it was so good. I think was I it? ended up buying it eventually on like the 
I, it's it's one of my PSP games that I bought that I can play on the Vita whenever I want. And that's like one of the only ones I don't regret buying because I Lunar Legend was so much fun. Oh, dang. Had like great music and it was 8-bit RPG kind of style and stuff. But oh, so much fun. I think I actually beat that game. I didn't, I didn't beat a lot of Game Boy Advance games. Mm-hmm. I definitely had more than than ones that I had beaten, especially when it came to like RPGs and stuff. Right. But Lunar Legends was one of the ones that I actually finished all the way to the end. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, oh, these games are so good. But um, mm-hmm. let me see. Oh, hold on a second. I have O2. Splinter Cell came out in O2. Oh man, your series. I, oh, I remember <laughs> um, waking up at like ungodly hours in the morning before middle school going out into the garage sneaking out into the garage <laughs> because my dad had a small um uh tv with like a vhs recorder out there and i would bring the xbox out to the garage and plug it in and turn the tv on turn the volume like almost all the way down <laughs> and just play splinter cell because i think we were renting it at that point from blockbuster Oh. and i would just play it as much as i could <laughs> and eventually i'd lose track of time on some days yeah and the garage door would open because I'd, I'd, I'd play this in the dark Ooh. like total dark garage door would open and i know my dad is over at the at the garage door and i'm just like dang it <laughs> so you got caught i would get caught yeah but i i played that game so much that i eventually bought it on ps3 when the the hd collection came out and i think that was no yeah that was my first game that i ever platinumed Ooh, very meaningful yeah very meaningful so i'm just like oh man splinter cell <laughs> where you at splinter cell it's you coming. can stop bringing me splinter cell it's coming. don't worry oh my Hopefully. gosh Hopefully, <laughs> uh, a few more that came out in o2 or um, Halo was also out in 01. Okay. So I played that a lot with my dad. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of fun. I probably still played that in that time period. Right. Um, a game called Crimson Sea came out in 02. Heard of it. Um, now, I'm, you might. are you thinking of a plane game? No. Okay, good. So the so there's a game called That's Crimson, Crimson Skies. Skies. Yeah. yeah, which is a plane game, which is great. Came out the next year. I played that a lot too. Um, Crimson Sea was like a very anime-looking game. And... It was a weird. It was a weird case where I played the game a whole bunch, and only like as I got close to the end did I figure out you could upgrade your special abilities. Which <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I made it through so much of the game without doing this, because I got towards like almost close to the end, and then realized you could upgrade your special attacks because one of the guy's main attacks was like, I think shooting the ground or hitting the ground and like a, creating a big shockwave. Okay. And I would have to do that a lot against, like, hordes of enemies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when I found out you could upgrade it, I was, like, mowing things down like it was no tomorrow. And I was like, what is... is Why did I not do this before? How did I miss this? (laughs) But, yeah, I played a whole bunch of that game. It had weird lines in there. It kind of looks like... uh star ocean a little bit yeah it, it definitely gives me like star ocean gives me vibes of crimson sea, oh no which is why i'm just like cringe fest in, in yeah. star ocean a little bit Freaking star but ocean. yeah it was it was a fun game though and the last one that i have um on the, the xbox side was morrowind came out in 02 and talked about my my parents made the greatest decision ever in terms of christmas gifts when they got me Morrowind, I think that year. Oh dang! Because it was it was Christmas time, and I got this as a present, and I was like, I don't know anything about this game. Let me like read the back of it and stuff. Like on the front, it had like award things, like how some games put on like oh like Game of E three or Game of the Year kind of thing. And yes. Stuff at different outlets, it had some of those on the front, and maybe that's why my parents picked it up. 
maybe they found it at Costco too. I have no idea. But um, that was my first intro into the Elder Scrolls series. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Pinnacle of, of oh, everything back then. Yep. Like RPGs, I was just like, how is this possible? <laughs> this world is huge. I have spears. I can jump from the top of this tower and like knife this dude with a halberd or something. These graphics so amazing. At the time, At they the did. Time, it was yeah. crazy. I was, I was blown away by that game. And... One on Sony's side um, back then, which came out in 01, but I had the game by then, I think, was um, called uh, Hoshigami Ruining Blue Earth. Okay. And it's a, I think it's a very, like, I think online it has, like, very average reviews and stuff, but that was my first um, strategy RPG game that I ever played and actually enjoyed. Right. And... The it was it was such a strange game to play because I didn't know how to play it at all, <laughs> and so like I would just play this game. I think the only thing I did was I I went through like a first couple areas and found a couple characters, and then was just playing this um, tower that you could grind levels at like over and over again. Oh, okay. Didn't know what I was doing, and eventually, way later down the line, like I had a whole bunch of fun with it, but didn't get far in it at all. And I think when the um, I found out there was a DS um, port of it, I got the DS game, and that was the first time I actually played through the whole thing. Ooh. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this game is so good. <laughs> so that's, I think, even though I didn't play a bunch of it back then, that game is one of the ones that, in my mind, is one of my best games of all time. Oh, kind of that's thing. cool. Like, looking at these pictures of it, it, I'm getting vibes of, I know it's a completely different game, but mm-hmm. uh, um, Octopath. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It kind of looks like Octopath. Mm-hmm. It was like the the art style was just like eight bit, mm-hmm. um, blocky terrain and stuff. And you'd like go up, when you watched characters, they would like go up these weird like blocky steps and stuff. And it That's... was it was like it was fun looking. Yeah. But the the story and like the there was like a childhood friend romance kind of thing in there. Good. Those need like, more oh, attention. Man, so much good stuff. I hate in animes when they don't. Well, the childhood friend always loved me, but I like this new girl. <laughs> she's foreign weirdest weirdest thing too those so so i like the game so much that um when i was writing stories and stuff like way way down the line in high school and things like that um a couple of the characters actually not a couple i think more than a couple of the characters um when i needed for the the pirate um story in the one piece universe that i was doing for a while yeah um when i needed pirate crews i made a crew that was all the characters from hoshigami oh really because the main character's name is Faz, and his buddy's name is Lemry. And I'm just, I'm just like, man, these guys are, these guys are great. Awesome. The childhood friend was Tin. Tin. And I'm just like, oh man, these are such good like characters, and all the way these things like mesh together and you stuff. Go back to that, man. Oh, I, there's no way I can. I know it's a PS1 game, and it's not coming out again. It makes me so sad. Buy a PS1 and then buy the game. <laughs> oh, I think I actually might still have the game. Oh, I think I have it in hawaii if i remember right it might be in like my my room in hawaii but it's just i don't have a ps1 yeah so dang yeah that was a long long intro into the the actual thing that i'm putting in there (laughs) so that was my nostalgia one all all fun great stuff um the actual one is 2016 okay so 2016 a lot of things happened in 2016 so what i'm gonna do since there was so much that happened in that year is I'm going to read a list of games that I wrote down that I either super dug, own, or 
think were huge titles in that year that came out. Okay. And then give some other things afterwards on the side. Not going to go into detail on all these games because there's no way I could. Yeah. Way too long. And we're closing on the two-hour mark. So, <laughs> the okay. So, I'm going to start off this list, right? And this is semi in order of um, months that released that year. This is where I used the, the wiki page for 2016 video yeah. games. Okay. So, the list, Amplitude. Okay. Volume for the Vita. Good game. Tharsis, which is a PS4 game pretty indie you like roll dice to like do like chance things and stuff but you're trying to survive in space when like things are going bad and stations exploding and stuff like that it's a cool little side thing okay um the banner saga one and two came out this year on consoles always wanted to like those oh so good um oxen free came out that year great game Mm -hmm. another great game oh i love this thing so much darkest dungeon came out this year okay I think that's also one of my favorite games of all time. Darkest nice. Um, Minecraft Story Mode Season 1 came out this year. Yeah. Oh. Talk highly about that one. Yeah. And that's that's the game that got me into actual Minecraft. Mm-hmm. It, 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 took a, it took a telltale story game to get me into a game <laughs> that had been around for a long time before then. Um, you'll enjoy this. Yakuza Kiwami oh, came out in 2016. Oh, God. Such a good game. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know about it until I opened that folder of yours. I'm like, oh, what's Yakuza? Yep, yep. Wow. <laughs> Um, we also had Gravity Rush Remastered. Now, ah, uh, I know you you had trouble with the, the Vita I version. I love right? the story. I love like the, the yeah, so feel good. like, but I cannot play those games. It gets me so motion sickness. Yeah, it, every it, time. It definitely took me a while it. to train myself where I could handle playing the game for long periods of time. But I, I think it's, it's I had nauseous. to I had to play the game in a certain way where. I eventually like knew exactly where I was going, and I wasn't making super sudden turns and stuff. Right. So I think I think yeah, it, it was it took a while to kind of adjust to that game, but yeah, once I got adjusted to it, I was just like all over the place with that game. Such a good game. Yeah, and, I, and that so that was the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. It had been out for a while. Yeah. So I ended up getting that. Um, Firewatch came out that year. Good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Unravel, the, oh, the okay. Yarny game. Yeah. Yeah, from EA and stuff. Adorable. Oh, so good. Um, Sniper Elite Four. Never played which, it. I you you've played Sniper Elite three yes yeah? so I think that was my first intro to the series and ended up getting Sniper Elite four and I'm just like oh man these games are so like fun and weird sneaky meticulous and stuff uh-huh. you got to like time your shots and make sure you're doing it with correctly with like bullet drop physics and things and oh lots of lots of fun I enjoy those kind of weird meticulous games and stuff yeah uh, another big one for me I am Setsuna came out oh, that yeah. year yeah it's a good one oh so good. Um, this one I, I had a lot of fun with. Not one of like the best games of the year, but I think it was super enjoyable. Uh, Far Cry Primal. Okay, yeah, I never played it. Yeah, Saw I, you play it though. Yeah, I, I think I ended up platinuming that one. It was, it was the one that was like right after Far Cry Four. Yeah. So I had like similar maps or something and mechanics and all that mechanics, except you were a caveman, which was fun. Um, Bro Force. Bro Force. Yeah. yeah. We had a lot of fun with Bro Force. America. Yeah, um, I forgot that the Division came out that year. Oh. That was a good game. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun there. Um, Salt and Sanctuary, which is a cool, like, Souls-like um, 2D game. It, mm-hmm. it feels, because one of the characters that you can create is a, I think it's like a hunter or something, and he has a, a whip and a crossbow, it felt very Castlevania to me when I started playing it. Oh, okay. So I really dug that game. Um, a smaller uh, stealth game, uh, Republic. Republic. I know of it. It's like the, I think the cover art is like a girl in like a purple hoodie. 
and basically it's like you control cameras like all over the place in this game and direct the girl on where she should go to avoid being caught by things and stuff okay <clears throat> it seems, i have to go back to it and play through it because it seems like a really cool game um another one dead or alive extreme Three. oh yeah <laughs> never played it but dead or alive is great <laughs> oh my gosh good stuff physics love physics <laughs> um then we have a game called unepic okay yeah out. we've talked about that one before yeah that one's a super fun like i didn't think i was gonna like it as much as i did and i think that was around the time i was getting into D D stuff because like unepic was very heavy on like the D D like side jokes and things right and so like it was it, it came at the right time for me to like understand these things and i was just like oh man so this much good. good stuff <laughs> uh, one that you're really fond of enter the gungeon yeah mm-hmm. i love those type of games oh so much fun dark souls 3 came out that year oh okay uh quantum break for the xbox ratchet and clank for the ps4 oh, another good the, game. the remastered one. Oh, so much fun stories the path of destinies oh yeah the, okay the, the fox and yeah, everything that was a cool 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 like not gameplay but good um what's the like word premise and yeah stuff? premise and stuff yeah 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 game, gameplay was 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 pretty good but it was not like the the draw of the game the draw mm. was like yeah the whole like choice and yep. creating different paths and things and the art and everything um we had axiom verge for the vita yeah good one vita getting love yeah um alienation came out mm-hmm. um severed came out for the vita uh, Stranger of Sword City came out for the Vita. Uh, Super Hot first came out for the Xbox Super this year. Hot. Uncharted Four came out. Another good one. Oh yeah. Doom. Doom Ooh, for the PS4. Doom, Doom's good and, and Xbox. Uh, Shadwin, which is like a more indie stealth game with like surprisingly fun like uh, rope dart mechanics and stuff. Okay. Um, Overwatch came out that Overwatch year. Overwatch is good. Uh-uh. Overwatch is good. Uh, One Piece Burning Blood, because I'm a fan of all those One Piece games. Who isn't? Oh, so much fun. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Okay. We had Inside, the um, kind of spiritual successor to the people who made Limbo. Yep. Haven't played it yet, but it was was a real big deal in that that year. Um, Pokemon Go came out that year. I didn't realize. That's right. Yeah, so I figured I'd throw that in there, because I did did play it for quite a while. Um, Song of the Deep. Which was the first like GameStop Metroidvania or GameStop game in general that was published by the GameStop Game yeah. Trust or Game Fund I have or some, whatever it's called? Some some beef with that game. You don't like it? No, I, I like it, but oh, okay. It almost feels never ending to me. Oh, I gotcha. Like I have yet to play it yet. It's, I, I it's bought it when it came out. Long of backtracking and mm, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Hyper Light Drifter. Okay, that's a good one. Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Abzu. Ooh. the season one of batman telltale series okay overcooked good no man's sky no man's sky no man's sky grow up grow up funny that that's like right after the whole <laughs> thing we just did um tales of berseria came out in japan that oh, year. okay it's a good one uh deus ex mankind divided hue which is a indie yep. color puzzle kind of game um armello came to the xbox Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6 came out to PS4 and I think Xbox also. Okay. Um, Trails of Cold Steel 2 came out on, in, in the US that year for PS3 and Vita. And Trails of Cold Steel 1 and oh. 2 are coming out next year, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm with um, you. Oceanhorn came out that year. Okay. Bioshock Collection. Recore for Xbox. Persona 5. Oh, yeah. So much good stuff. Slain Back from Hell. Virginia. 
Aragami, which is one of my favorite stealth games after the Splinter Cell games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Necropolis, which is a fun, like, live as long as you can, Dark Souls-y esque kind of yeah. thing, but like real polygonal. Um, Shu, which is a fun platformer. Um, Thumper. Criminal Girls 2 for the Vita. Rise of the Tomb Raider for the PS4. That finally came to finally. for PS4 that year. Um, Valkyrie Drive Bikuni for, for the Vita. Batman Return to Arkham, that like first two games coming to the PS4 now. Yep. Uh, Battlefield 1, which the I really enjoyed the, the vignettes style. Oh, yeah, the vignettes were great. Yeah, the first, first game lover. in there that came with like these really cool side stories, or not side mm-hmm. stories, but stories for the main Fantastic. mission thing. Yeah, so much fun. Um, Yomawari Night Alone came okay. for the Vita. Titanfall 2. Oh, man. Oh. God, so good. Oh, my gosh. So good. I'm not even sure which one is my favorite game out of these things that I'm listing in this year, but I think Titanfall 2 would probably be one of the top three. Just the story was great. Just alone for that, the whole mechanic or uh, stage where you went back in time. Oh, that was so much oh, you fun. You can go oh behind gosh. the guy. Oh, yeah, so that good. Was, oh, that, was, that was like the thing that really pushed it over the edge. Oh, yeah. I was just like, no, I agree. I agree. no, you can't be doing this, this to me. This is great. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Uh, Skyrim Special Edition came out to the, the newer consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Root Letter, which is a fun visual novel okay. from um, Kadokawa Games, if I remember right. Um, Seraph, which is a fun, like, was it a uh, semi-twin stick shooter slash, like, action slash em up game kind of thing. Uh, Dishonored 2, mm-hmm. Watch Dogs 2. Good one. Which was surprisingly fun. Oh, yeah, it's really good. A yeah, lot better like, than the first one. Yeah, like, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed and platinumed both. But Watch Dogs 2, I was like, wow, this is actually like a lot more fun than the first one. Like We talked about it. The one, again, spoilers, it's an older game. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you played about it, hopefully. But uh, the one scene where the one of the, the friends, crew dies, yeah. mm-hmm. one of the few games where we're like, oh, man, I need to go and murder everybody for yeah, this. Yeah, like, like like previously, I think- I, I was we, angry. Did we both do the same thing? We're like, I, I know for sure I had played the entire game um, non-lethal with the mm-hmm. stun gun. Yeah. And then when I got to that part, murdered I'm like, no, you, you guys are all dead. Yeah. And I like I pulled out my everybody. guns for the first time and murdered everyone. Everybody in the house. Yeah. And then when you had to go, when the dudes came and attacked you, yep. killed all those guys too. Yeah. We see oh. killing and murdering so lightly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a video game now. These guys murdered one of our best friends <laughs> yes. in that game. They had to, they had to die. Um, there was also a Darksiders War Mastered Edition. Okay. The first, the first of like the, what's called, um, remastered editions for the ps4 that would lead up to darksiders 3 which we got this year mm-hmm. um final fantasy 15 came out that oh, year okay good one uh steep the last guardian yakuza 6 oh yeah so two yakuza games in one Man, year it's a good you're the yakuza <laughs> and then another one which is also one of my favorites in that year fury yeah so much good stuff of course, you put that one last. <laughs> it was actually before that, but I was just like, okay, I'm going to move this around right now. <laughs> That's cool. Now, um, a couple other uh, things that kind of made this year amazing. 2016 was the year of dreams for PlayStation in okay. terms of the E3 conference. Yeah. That was the year when like Microsoft had an amazing press conference right before Sony's one. And everyone thought Microsoft's conference was going to just be the top that year because I think two years prior two or three years prior them sony had come out with their like mic drop four hundred dollars share games by passing it to people and stuff yeah kind of like yeah just just moving moving microsoft off to the side and then because microsoft conference was so good this year 
everyone was thinking like how is sony gonna top like this this showing that microsoft has had and then they came out with god of war the last guardian with a final release date yep horizon zero dawn resident evil 7 that was the first announcement of that one where it showed like i think like the kitchen Mm -hmm. and then finally showed the actual like resident evil 7 kind of stuff yep um, they had a whole bunch of VR stuff because VR came out in 2016, which was another huge mm-hmm. thing in this in this year that made it my favorite. Um, that was the year they announced the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy, which a bunch of people lost their minds over. <laughs> Probably more than one just Tim one person. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had Death Stranding for the first time. They had. God. Okay, and, and the last one that really like means a lot for, for that year for me was the premiere of Spider Man. Oh, okay. First first like trailer mm-hmm. slash like gameplay stuff. That year's like E three was insane. That was a good year. I was losing my mind. <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but all of those things, plus the the release of VR that year, just like culminated and made this this perfect Fantastic. like video game stew you know yep. i just want to slurp just it all up eat it all day Ugh, every eat it day all day every day all night all right <laughs> oh man but yeah that was a very long long segment that was a long segment it was good good stuff good stuff but you know what also is stuff that is good uh-huh the psn drop oh man <laughs> it's so good is it it's usually so good usually uh yeah usually i'm very i'm okay i i, I won't say that i'm I'm never disappointed when it's gone. I'm saddened that it's gone. Right. Just because um, there's no way of telling what the new things that are coming to the store are going to be. and Because there's always new stuff that comes. It's just when they don't announce anything, there's no way for anyone to know. Right. Because you have to be some kind of like super dark web <laughs> hacking stuff to get in and figure out all the things coming for the next week. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying there's no no drop this week? Yeah, I'm not even going to say the full name of the segment because there's no PSN drop this week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, the the people at PlayStation Blog are probably taking the holiday break. So I'm assuming there's going to be no PSN drop this week. Well, there is none this week. I'm assuming there's also going to be none next week. So maybe two weeks from now we'll have another PSN drop. But we're not it's it's not going to have like the the backlogged stuff for sure. So what I'll probably end up doing is um, next week, once I've seen all the things that have released, mm-hmm. I'll just keep tri- uh, keep tabs and then read out the list so that these like smaller games and stuff. I don't know if I'll do bundles, but the smaller games that are kind of getting the the stealth cloak over them, you know, stealth cloak. <laughs> getting that uh, what is that cloak of invisibility dropped on them by by the the wizard Justin Massengill yes the um, wizard. because because we're not gonna see what those things are I'll I'll look for them and then put them out in the next week's thing mm-hmm. but if I didn't want to wait until next week to find out what new games were coming to some kind of system that we owned Michael where would I go you would go to the Nintendo Switch games I think you should check out this week yeah give me so those weekly Nintendo Switch picks Michael. very very popular segment oh, yeah. around the world so I only have uh i have three okay 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 i was gonna take this one off but you know i'll talk about it uh-huh. so the first one is called black sea odyssey oh okay it's okay. coming out december 24th yeah and it is 12.99 on the store give you a little quick description the hunt is on get ready to battle colossus space monsters in a black sea odyssey a savage top-down roguelite 
shoot um well, let me let me try that again <laughs> get ready to battle colossus space monsters and black sea odyssey a savage top-down roguelite shoot 'em up rpg oh, okay. so it looks like you can be like a a old viking some weird other aliens like a, a retro looking alien with like pink spiked up hair looks cool but it looks looks really cool monsters look cool like art looks really cool so if you like top down roguelite shoot 'em ups and that are rpgs i would definitely recommend it yeah i was not expecting the game to look like this yeah it looks so really I'm cool. looking at the store too i like judging based off of the cover art i assumed it was like one of those weird um what is it uh object search games yeah yeah i thought it, it was like feel. an adventure game and i was like oh okay but yeah, this is this is actually looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like fighting huge giant monsters. <laughs> Who doesn't, you know? Oh man. Okay. Second one mm-hmm. is called Super Treasure Arena. Yeah. Also comes okay. out December twenty fourth. Yep. And it is nine ninety nine. Yep, yep. Give you a short description. Super Treasure Arena is a unique mix of retro inspired arcade action and objective based arena shooters for up to four players. The result is a frantic game where collecting and stealing coins from your opponents is the key to victory. So I'm not normally a huge fan of multiplayer games. But this, it reminds me of Tower Ascension, in a oh, sense. Not yeah, the same, yeah. like, gameplay-wise. Mm-hmm. Or maybe gameplay-wise. But, like, but, but in terms of multiplayer, yeah, hordes of monsters and stuff. The, it kind of looks like Tower Ascension, or Tower Fall Ascension. Yeah, it's nice. But yeah, it looks... Nice little simple game. Looks fun. Mm-hmm. Put your friends... Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd recommend that one. Nice, nice. Third one is called Superhero Fight Club Reloaded. I don't know oh, why boy. it's reloaded. I'm assuming <laughs> they just remastered it, I guess, maybe. Yeah. But it comes out December 24th also, and it's also $9.99. I'll give you a short description again. Oh, this is a weird one. Wow, the description's very, sh- very weird, very short. There's nothing oh else. God. I love the, the look of these characters. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> Welcome to the Marvelous Superhero Fight Club. There are 17 fighters with their superpowers, quick tactical combats, tricky modes, levels, and power-ups, up to four players rumble, single-player challenges, become the queen or king of the fight club. Again, multiplayer game. Is that Mr. T? It looks like yeah, you get it, Mr. It looks, T. You know, so his <laughs> name is Mr. Kratos. Kratos. Like, it's Mr. Kratos T and, and Kratos. Mr. T. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's great, but no, it looks... It actually looks really fun. Yeah. They're using mouses and other stuff. What is that? Like Wait freeze at the bottom? I think and I'm trying Batman? to figure out. So one of these guys looks like, so obviously there's, there's anonymous in here. Yeah. And he's carrying a like a mouse, mouse as yeah. his like weapon, which is pretty cool. I think this other character is supposed to be a playoff of like Chun-Li it looks and, like it was a- and, and the bad guy from Samus Ridley. Because her name is Ridley. Ridley. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> look, look at the bottom of that screen. It, at the bottom corner, it looks like Frieza. Yep, yep. That is <laughs> Just definitely a Frieza. Head. It also looks like one of the dudes is... He kind of looks like Sly Cooper a little bit. Like right up above Frieza. Oh, yeah, a little bit. And then, and then kind like of like Minecraft Batman on the Steve left. or something. What the heck? Yeah. Looks cool. So interesting. And it's only nine bucks or there ten you bucks. Go, man. There so. you go. Definitely check that one out, too. <laughs> Oh man, this worked out really well. Cause yeah. so I, I have um, two two games to mention on here, mm-hmm. and then one um, shout out. So when we recorded last week, um, I mentioned a game called Monospark, 
Yes. So that one is coming out today, actually. Oh, wow. It's, it's out today, guys. There you go. Um, so that one, don't need to go over again. A um, couple that I thought looked cool, though. There was one called Omega Strike. Okay. So also coming out um, on Christmas Eve. Um, also by Digerati, just like the um, Black, Black Sea Odyssey. I think Digerati is actually a publisher. So the, let me see. Digerati publishing, most likely. And it says Wolbyware. Wolbyware? Wolbyware. Wolby, okay. Like W-O-L-B-Y. Like Dolby. Okay. Dolby, but Wolby. Dolby, Wolby. That's weird. Wolbyware. I'm assuming that's the developer. Um, So this one, it kind of looks like a, um, uh, if you've ever played, um, shoot, what is that? Mercenary Kings? Kind of like, like, um, or like the, what are those games called? Uh... Uh, Metal Slug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Metal Slug is actually probably a better description. It looks a lot like Metal Slug, except you have three characters that you can switch between at any time. Ooh. And the characters have different um, abilities. So, like, um, there's a guy who's got, like, a bald head and a beard, and his shots are kind of more like lobbing grenades a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I think he... I I forget which special ability he has. He has some other special. Um, The main guy can roll under... um, I guess he can roll, which means he can make it under. Sorry, I was gonna say under <laughs> stuff, under, but I guess he can roll under things too, probably. <laughs> but in in the levels, sometimes there's little crevices that okay. you have to roll under to get through. Yes. And then the last guy looks like a um, almost like a ninja mixed with like a SWAT team person. All right. And he can, from the looks of things, um, dash in midair. So he can like, if there's like a, I don't know, like a axe or like grindy saw blade or something like that he can jump above it and then dash past it kind of thing okay so it looks like you use these three characters interchangeably throughout the level to like get through and like find items and kill bad guys and stuff Mm -hmm. it looks like a fun game that's cool and that one's uh 15 bucks uh last one on here um called arrow complete edition arrow complete edition so it says it's by um let's see uh mad fellows which is a pretty cool studio name yeah um also 15 bucks also on christmas eve it's it, from the trailer it's a cool mix of rhythm game and kind of like um the old style like star fox oh. targeting destroying things that are flying around and stuff right and then there's like bosses throughout the levels and whatnot but um the music sounds pretty good it's got good like techno music like some sometimes there's like singing in there and when there's singing involved there's a light trail that you have to align your ship with oh so the changes of the voice and so that gives you i think like either bonus points or like keeps you alive and stuff i like that yeah and then the music it sounds like is timed with things throughout the level like enemies appearing or bosses like slamming their legs down into like caves that you're flying through and stuff and that's looks it looks like a pretty fun game. Like I'm 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 not gonna lie, this one this one would be a lot of fun to play on the Switch. No trophies though. I know. I know. <laughs> there there are very few games that I would play on the Switch before just because I don't know if they're coming to the PS4 or not. Right. But yeah, Arrow looks like a pretty fun game though. Alright. Well yeah. And that is yeah. all that I have for the weekly Nintendo Switch picks. But I have one other game to talk about. Oh. And that one is on the Nathan's Indie Corner, the NIC. You know, I was going to do, I was thinking of a uh, <laughs> um, segue into it, but yeah. I, you beat me to it. I was like, ah, oh, damn it. It's ah, too late right. to think of one. Not worries, it's okay. 
We're so good at this. We're so at good. Least I'm at so good at this. Oh my gosh, guys, <laughs> we're getting so good. Um, but so I think in the past um, several episodes, when I've done a um, indie corner pick, it's been games that are either close to coming out or coming out in the future. <clears throat> and what I wanted to do this week, because I've talked about it a bunch of times already is focus on a game that I've already played and is already out, but people can enjoy if they want to go and try it. Losing your voice there. <laughs> I am, man. Oh, just grabbing my throat right now. So the the game that I picked this week is Fury. Right. So you guys have heard me talk about it in the past. It's by the Game Bakers. It I came out talk about in, it. <laughs> yeah, you've heard talk about it too. Came out in 2016 um, on the PS4 and Xbox One. I think Xbox One also. Yeah. And then... Um, more recently this year it came out on the switch so it's available on the switch i think since january or so now for those of you who don't know what the game is it starts off with you locked in a prison and you slowly you you break yourself out of the prison or actually someone helps you break out of the prison and then you are slowly walking towards this next like staging area and the game consists of walking towards boss stages and listening to like a story that's kind of going on as you're walking there because you can't run mm-hmm. so there's no way to get there faster you can only get there slower if you walk slower i guess what are those kind of games calls that are just boss uh, it's kind of like a boss rush boss i think rush, is what they okay. call them but um what this game really is in terms of like it, it is a boss rush game but what it's really about is um reflexes and learning patterns of the bosses mm-hmm. um there's like semi um bullet hell gameplay in there where you have the bosses throw out just like loads of like projectiles and you have to dodge or um mostly dodge sometimes just like run around so that the projectiles miss you all together and sometimes um, you can reflect them back but um you learn the bosses um stages and like mechanics and stuff because the bosses like show new abilities as you fight them and get them past these like certain health limits and it's all just about um, reactions and kind of learning how to like really play the game well and playing this game as well as like listening to the story in the background was probably one of like the most fun things I played in 2016 because I wasn't expecting it for one and then I I don't even know if I played it in 2016 I think I played it later but right um, when I played it I was so like engrossed in this story that i think i explained pretty much the whole story to you i was about to say because it was back in hawaii yeah it yeah. might have been when we were back at christmas or... yeah i think it was and not to say it's a bad thing but when you get excited about something <laughs> and you tell your stories they tend to be on the longer it's, side i tell everything basically <laughs> and you i'm pretty sure you said like every little detail of like <sighs> And I, so good. And I didn't want to say, okay, I don't want you to explain the game because you like you were so passionate about that. I would go, I'm just going to let him finish this yeah. out and just tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But the, the, the story is great. The art looks amazing. It's by the um, people who made Afro Samurai. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, I mean, like even looking at the main character, he gave me Afro Samurai vibes. Yeah. So I was, I was watching, I was like, I was like, why does it look so similar? And then realized this it's is because, why. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, the music really sets the tone for the game. It's very like um, cool, like techno synth music going on in the background, and it's not like lighthearted music. It's very like kind of serious and like semi menacing at times and stuff. Right. But the one of the cool things in there is that as you walk to each um, new boss level, 
um, the character who's talking to you, because your character doesn't speak at all. A dude with a rabbit head. Yeah, he's wearing a rabbit head. He's got crazy eyes and stuff, and I think a staff. Um, but he's talking to you as you're walking, and as you're walking, he'll explain things about the boss, and it kind of just like builds this like lore about like the boss and like the world as you're getting to the stage so that when you finally get there you understand a bit more about the boss like as a person and stuff mm-hmm. and like usually it's about how the boss like wronged you as well as like things that they've done in the past and stuff or like their personalities and things but it was a really interesting kind of like way of explaining the story without bringing you through a bunch of like different characters giving you dialogue options and things like that so it's very like um, one-sided because you're getting it only from one person who's telling you the entire thing. And then when you get there, the bosses are fighting you. It's not like the bosses are like seemingly good people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you end up fighting all these bosses, eventually make it to the end, and then you can choose the type of ending you want, which I thought was really cool. And then uh, I think one of the things I really enjoyed about it too is the very ending of the game, you start to see the credits roll. And in the credits, it has like a like a thank you message from the developers and stuff for playing the game. And since I played the game on, um, so there's like a easy difficulty, which I think starts with a P and I forget what it was. Um, there's a normal difficulty, which is called Fury. And then there's a hardcore difficulty, which I think is Furier. So if you play it on Fury, which I did, um, you have to play it on Fury to unlock the hardcore difficulty. And then when you do that and you unlock the hardcore and you finish that one, I think then it gives you like a speed run option kind of thing. And that's for like trophies and stuff if you want to like platinum the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the hardcore version of the game, when you finish it, like obviously all the bosses are different. They have different like um, um, I think amounts of health as well as um, patterns to their attacks and stuff now. And then when you finish the game and get the credits again, there's a different developer message at the end. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's and the different developer message is thanking you for playing the game the way it was meant to be played. I'm just like, oh, it's so good. That's cool. So good, game bakers. And if this if this isn't an indication of like how good you are at video games, nah. I no 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 he's being modest again. <laughs> like I played Fury. I tried playing Fury. I couldn't. I was having difficulty on normal mode. You beat or platinum the mm. whole entire game. Now, like, that, that took a lot of time it's playing that. <laughs> a lot less time than it would have taken me. <laughs> I don't know about that. The, I, think, I, think the, I think that was actually one of the games that I did when I was streaming games and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I, I played that game on the speedrun thing because I, I think I was speedrunning it as I was streaming. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I finally, like, hit the, the time limit that I needed it because I think I was going through and I was just like, okay, we're going to play this speedrun thing. We're going to try and get this done because I had kind of like gauged out the amount of time I needed to finish bosses at as well as like you can't you can't really die in the stages and stuff. Because yeah. if you die, it's like counts against your score. But I think after doing all that stuff and finally making it to the end with like the number lim- limited number of hits you can take and like deaths you can have and stuff. And I finally got the thing and the trophy popped. I was just like, yes, yes. so excited. I'm the best at video games. <laughs> That's what I want to say. <laughs> But I was super, super excited to finish that one. That's cool. Yeah. So if you guys enjoy indie games, you like a challenge, you like 
cool stories and bumping music and Afro Samurai than... <laughs> no, Sam Jackson, unfortunately, but... Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> but check out this game for sure. It is super, super high on my list, and I think it's semi under the radar for probably a lot of people it like came it for free as one of the ps plus games i think mm-hmm. when it came out i think i think when it released originally it was a ps plus free game for like a june or july of 2016 right but i'm sure like there's a bunch of people out there who probably don't do don't do the things like i do it where i download everything yeah so they probably missed the game and so good don't don't sleep on it don't sleep on it he'll, he'll catch you he's a swordsman <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh my. and you can't sleep on it especially when you're running you know what i'm saying i do know what you're saying and who else who else is running all the time and is super fast the best video game character ever oh, and that's god. sonic and his <laughs> super fast minute all right what do you got for me this week michael <laughs> okay so this is a this is a weird one very okay. weird one so apparently sonic was inspired by some interesting people okay Okay, preface it with that. Please don't tell me it's like perverts or something. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Well, gotcha. Yeah. Eh? Well, very controversial. Gotcha. Person. Kim Jong-un. Not that controversial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> According to Naoto Oshima, again, okay. one of the co-creators, uh-huh. some interesting, very 90-ish public figures inspired Sonic. Carrot Top. No. But it's, blue hair. No, no, no. Okay. Just, just wait for me to get a jab. Or guess it's sorry. <laughs> Sonic's buckled shoes were taken, you know, the, the he has the red shoes and the oh, yellow buckle. buckle. Shoes. Gotcha. Yep. Were taken from Michael Jackson's boots on the cover of Bad Santa Claus, inspired the shoe. Wait, blah, blah, blah. I can't read today. Sonic's buckled shoes were taken from Michael Jackson's boots on the cover of Bad. Okay. One of his albums. Yeah. Santa Claus, Santa Claus inspired the shoes mm-hmm. of his color scheme, Sonic's. Yeah. And Sonic's sassy attitude was modeled on bill clinton what bill clinton i didn't i don't associate sassy (laughs) and bill clinton but apparently those three santa claus michael jackson and bill clinton inspired sonic oh boy this is inspiration like this is literally just another thing that i'm gonna remember every time i think of sonic now i'm gonna be like so i'm gonna see sonic on your screen like wagging his finger at you for not moving for two minutes and be like Michael Bonobo. <laughs> Wait, what's I that? I did not the... sleep with that hedgehog. <laughs> okay, you had the right right scenario, but the voice is a little. <laughs> oh. I actually don't know what Bill Clinton sounds like. I think it's pretty close. It, uh, nope, I'm not even gonna try. I was gonna try there for a second. Yeah, I think you're up more oh on the lines of like gosh. Richard Nixon. That's probably true. I didn't say bra kind of stuff. That's <laughs> spot That's on. True, true fact. He didn't say bra. <laughs> I'm Richard Nixon. What does Bill Clinton sound like then? Like, did I? Oh, nope. Nope. I did not sleep with did that I woman. Yeah, something so along those yeah. lines. Okay. All right. We're so good at it. Like a faraway vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Great but yeah, stuff. that's your uh, Sonic uh, fact for the week. All right. Pretty good. Pretty good. Take it as an icebreaker. If you're going on a date, tell that to uh, either the lady or the guy that you're on a date with, and they'll be like, oh, my God. I Take no my clothes idea. off now. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that, that's a super fast. Yeah. Super fast Sonic's minute. super fast, so you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I had one more question because I realized that this is the episode before Christmas. Mm. So, one more question. Which which games are you planning on playing during Christmas time? I don't even know. I know. I 
probably Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. God of War, maybe. All right, all Mother right. Gunship. Okay. Yeah. Any any games you're you're hoping you get from? Do your do your do your parents send you like games kind of things? No. Oh, okay. So it's more like I don't just ask money and then you yeah. then you buy for stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Unless you got me a game. Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe I got you games too. Oh, oh we'll find out. Oh, two days, three days. Oh yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> almost Christmas time, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm probably gonna play more Ori. Um, I'm gonna try out Below and Ashen. Okay. Since I've been playing I Xbox, about Ashen. I know so much stuff. And then, uh, oh, tomorrow the um, Atelier Sophie I think comes in. So I'm gonna try that out. PS4. Oh, yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, Sophie and the Mysterious Book, I think it's called. <laughs> weird name, but so many cool. weird names. But I'm gonna try it out, man. What I'm doing is I'm trying out the um, the Mysterious se- three game series before I do the like actual playing the um, uh, Arland series. Okay. Because I have heard that Arland is one of the better three game series of the. Massive. Uh, what is that? What is that even called? The, the gaming franchise. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I have heard it's one of the better ones. Oh, that's cool. And that if you play those ones before you play like Sophie and like the what are the other ones? I got um, Furious and Li- Liddy and Suele or something like that. Suele. Uh, if you play the Mysterious series after those ones, you're kind of probably disappointed, maybe. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll try these ones out first, and then go back to the other ones because I've heard they're great. So. You know which one? What game you should play? I have no idea. And then you could totally just make this a birthday. Yakuza. For me. No, 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 no. Gone Home. You don't have to okay, give me anything. That's a possibility. Just play Gone Home, that's and I will be like, you know, this is this is the best birthday gift I've ever received. All right. Well, we'll see about <laughs> that. I have I have some time. You do to do that stuff. It's two hours. That's true. The most. But then I have to figure out how to do the hundred percent of the trophies and stuff. Oh, it's easy. And, it's just yeah. hard to do. <laughs> It's easy, 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 easy but to hard know to what do. to do. It's just hard to do. <laughs> easy but hard to do. Yes. Everybody clip that out. That's Michael's, easy but Michael's hard to tagline do. of games in 2016. Easy but hard to do. That's life. That's life. You it's know? Easy, easy but it's hard, but hard to, do. to do. Yeah. Ooh, there you go, man. Going to make a shirt deep, out of that. Deep stuff. Shirts <laughs> coming in the new year. Probably not. Probably not. We need, we need the belt first. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but... This has been the Bros and Consoles podcast coming to you each and every weekend, sometimes twice a week, like two weeks ago, I think. This is episode seven. Yeah. yeah so five and five point five. That's right. Uh, very long this week, this but is a, this is a good one. Long, long usually means good content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Just like. Nope, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, I didn't know what you were gonna, <laughs> gonna say. I was like, PG thirteen. Definitely not PG thirteen. But if you guys have any um, questions, comments, feedback, anything to add to the podcast, we'd love input from you because we want this to be a conversation where everyone we can do. participate, you know? It's almost like we're just talking to ourselves, but we're not. No. I feel like, yeah, because there's people listening yeah. already. We, it's, it's cool. We've hit past the, I think, 120 mark, which is, which is pretty, I feel like it's, it's total pretty. Total views now. Yeah, total views, yeah. I feel like it's, it's pretty good in terms of like per episode viewing kind of stuff. I think per episode was like 17 yeah 16 17 something like that it's 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 pretty cool to see so if you guys are enjoying it man be a part of this you know we want you to be a part of it too just like we're being a part of it yeah you can be bros with us yeah everybody's everybody's (laughs) bros girls girls can be bros too we're kind of see now that now that (laughs) now we're stalling now but i feel like our if we do that bro thing we're gonna no no, take from like pewdiepie because he's that pro army but yeah Yeah. now yeah 
I feel like we're just we're the, the we're the the bros and consoles family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So bros and consoles at gmail.com is where you can write in and we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace out.